0: ain't no party like a Cowboys party. Let's get it. Two things can be true. Plus matchup versus Vikings. Let's go. And more. As we continue to grind, to shine, keep this in your mind or on your heart, soul, and sinew. you, hit the like button, share this content, let a friend, let a neighbor, let everyone know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. Come on. Ain't no party like the Cowboy Party. Yeah. Let's get it, baby. As the room. Fill up. Shout out to the Facebook swag. Appreciate y'all for swagging. Shout out to you, Chris214. Alex Greer. Appreciate you. Let them hang. Game. What's up, everybody? What's good with you guys so much? I thank you for jumping in. All right, so two things can be true, right? That's the title of this story. And the Cowboys heading into, this is week 11, right? We are 6-3, not 3-6. This is a must-win game. Every week is a must-win game, right? Uh, To stop the Vikings from going 9-1, basically. If you want to fight for a spot in the playoff, uh, we got to continue. Uh, the Giants right on our heels, or, or excuse me, the Giants above us now, and we fall into third place in our division. Uh, we, we got a lot of things to do. Shout out to the Washington commanders, but, you know, they looking at the Dallas saying like, okay, lose, Dallas, lose, so that they can get into the tournament, right? It's all about getting into the tournament, by the way. Anything can shake from there. I think in the last 10 or so years, more teams won the Super Bowl by uh, not being the number one seed, right? So uh, you just got to get in there, and then once you're in there, the season starts over. But the qualifications is you got to win. You got to prove it that you belong in it. And the Cowboys, since what, 06-07 season, have not made back-to-back playoff uh, 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 time. And on top of that, the last time we kind of made back to back playoff uh, time, plus with wins was what, 94, 95 season. So we're talking about decades upon decades of failure. Right. <laughs> so we got to figure this out. And, and I get it. Right. A lot of people don't like it, you know. You
1: could not live with your own failure.
0: Right, right. A lot of people don't like that when we uh spit the truth. A lot of people I'm um, looking and reading over comments and, and shout out to my cowboy family. Appreciate you guys if you are there. Shout out to you, JR214. Thank you for all of the work that you do with the thumbnails and everything. I appreciate you for helping out. Uh we we talk about this right here. The truth the hardest pill to swallow, right? A lot of people, they angry at me. They acting like I'm the reason why the Cowboys defense get ran all over, right? They acting like I'm the one that dropping back, right? Going left, going right, and throwing an interception, right? They acting like Law Nation is the one that – Threw the ball 46 times, right? Or calling the plays for Dak Prescott to throw the ball 46 times. Like I'm the reason why. If I wish I was, you know, you know, Jerry. Help your boy out. Send me a, 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 a million. You know, I, I, I will settle for a million. <laughs> now that I think of it, make it 200, you know, million. <laughs> but I appreciate y'all so much, right? So we're going to listen in to uh, Mike McCarthy. He was on 105 as well as some Jerryisms. We're going to listen to what Jerry had to say too. And basically we are in the thick of it, right? We are. And the Cowboys need to figure things out.
2: Every quarter. Every quarter is uh, 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 so, uh, uh, such a premium, uh, every possession, and uh, boy, I can measure with you probably the number of possessions and get it within 3 or 4% that we're going to have over the rest of the regular season. Boy, we are got to make each one of those count. We've got to start making early some first downs on our initial possession. We need to move the chains. That's hard to not go out there and several times step up there like we did Sunday and uh, and uh, not uh, get a first down on your first possession. So all of that, I mean, it's easy to point to. We can see it. And, by the way, we do have solutions.
0: All right, so he said that they have solutions. My thing is, <laughs> if you're talking about first down and possessions in the first quarter, we ain't talking about football, man. We ain't talking about football. We're talking about a feel-good story. You know, uh, shout out to those who watched Black Adam. Uh, one of the key parts of that movie were were when they were trying to figure out how to stop the the uh, the uh, adversary in that movie or the uh, opposition. <laughs> That's the best way to say it. And one of the people said, "A bad plan is better than no plan," right? <laughs> and that is true. If you have a plan, at least you can put forth an action to it. Sometimes when we look at the Cowboys, it appears that they have no plan, right? Shout out to you, Chris Davis. He says, my 14-year-old daughter can tell better plays than Kellen Moore. And um, (laughs) Here's the thing. Kellen Moore, I I truly believe... It's been year year four now. I truly believe that Kellen Moore is a brilliant guy. Wonderful guy. But it appears that like what Brian Broder said, he's a collector of plays. He grabs a bunch of plays, gather them together, and he throws it out there and see which ones stick. Now I know it can sound crass, you know I'm not in the meeting rooms. I'm not in the quarterback rooms. I'm not in the running back rooms. But to me, it appears that that is what he's doing. If not, if that's not what he's doing, then this could be the situation and scenario. His results look like that. But when he when it's time for him, and I'm not bashing him, when it's time for him to put together a brilliant game plan as it relates to balance approach and things like that, we've seen it. We know it can happen. We've seen four games of him doing that, especially when he had Cooper Rush under center, right? And then when he wanted to stand tall with his chest out, the same kind of game that we've seen last week, was the same kind of game that we've seen the final week of Cooper Rush versus the Eagles, pressing, pressing, getting pass happy. Now I get it for the people that will bring up and point out, "Hey, Law, they did run the ball for twenty seven to twenty eight times, right, right." You know, but we we look at it is as if though those runs were primarily hush run, like, oh, man, let's just run it out of there. You know what I'm saying? To say for good's sake that we ran the ball. And if you go back and look at the film, you'll see what I'm saying. Like there's no setup, right? Jab, jab, and then hit them with the haymaker. Uh, I saw the game last night, show of hands, who saw the uh, Titans versus the Green Bay Packers game. Let me know if you saw that game last night because I know y'all watch all football. I know y'all just don't watch Cowboys, right? Gotta know where you're at, right? Let me know if y'all watch all football. Brandon, 24 7. I rock the mule. Alex, okay. So y'all watched the game. And basically, I was saying in that game that watch what the Titans do when they get into the red zone, money zone. And they they just line them up. Power football, And they ran it in. And then on the second time they ran it in, or they threw the ball or what have you, uh, I'm getting off on the series of times that they scored, but y- y'all just follow me, right? I follow them, but I don't follow them that closely. So my recall may be a little rigid. But the second time I tweeted out, I said, watch, take notes, Kelly Moore, and they power ran it in for the score, okay, it was up 14, but on the third time they was in the red zone, money zone. I said, "Watch, they're not going to get cute. They are just going to play some good old-fashioned football." And people in the Twitter was like, "Nah, law, he got cute because hen, hen- was the name Derek, Henry, big boy, number 22 or whatever number he wears. He threw the ball in for a tub, right?" And they said, "Nah, law, he got cute." But why was that available? Why was that an option for him? Why did that took place? Because he earned that, ladies and gentlemen. They presented power and they finessed him. So when I say, look, don't get too cute, is when you are trying to do that play when you have not established something. But with so many characters on Twitter, you can try to go back and forth with people and they would never understand it. They would never understand that you run to open up the pass. They would never understand that what the reason why Ryan Tannehill was able to fit that ball on the outside to the receivers is because he didn't throw it in quadruple coverage, right? Because they didn't rely on his arm. They ran the ball, they got the favorable looks, and he was able to eat on the one-on-ones, which was so bad that if Ryan Tannehill – were to throw into double and quadruple coverages, he would have had more than one interception last night. He threw an INT last night, right? And at the time, you can argue and say, hey, they was too cute because it was second and one. You got Derrick Henry, right? But they try to finesse him. And I don't mind a team that's trying to finesse a team after they done earned that part of it, right? It's times like it's time is sometimes you can be aggressive. Right. And sometimes it's not ready for you to be aggressive. But if I'm on my side of the 50, right. <laughs> right. If I'm in my territory. You get a shot to be aggressive. Right. If I'm pounding and ground, if I'm grinding and pounding, it's OK to do a play action. That's all I'm saying, right? Law, <laughs> uh, did you see the last play before the two-minute warning? Yeah, Alex, uh, I believe that was a play that they they got all the way down there. Now, now, the resiliency factor of the Green Bay, they did try to fight back. But Aaron Rodgers <laughs> was looking like the Aaron Rodgers that he looked like versus the Lions and the other teams that he played. He didn't look like he looked like against the Cowboys. And they did, to, to their defense, they did stop the run better, right? <laughs> and a lot of people will bang on the table and say, Law, you know, um, we don't need X, Y, Z. But when I looked at the Titans, can somebody put Jeff, Sim- is it Simmons? Sim- Simmons? Can y'all put his size and height and measurables down? Is he an edge rusher or he's an interior fit, right? Because I saw him getting a field. And for those who are out there, I know we're talking about that the Cowboys need help on containing and setting the edge and things like that. Who are you taking off the field? The issues that we have with, with stopping the run, two things can be the same. Two things can be true. We have issues as far as scheme, and we have issues with talent. Size. We do. When we look at this, let me pull up my uh, Twitter. When we look at this, and we see these numbers right here, and we see yards per rush 4.8, ranked 26th. And the National Football League. Run, stop, win rate. Win rate, 28%. 30th. There's only two other teams that's horrible than us in that that category. And if I'm a baddie man, those two other teams not even in the playoff. I guarantee you that if I start looking it up. Uh, Rush, 10-plus yards. Tied for 27th. Some people will look at this and scoff over it and say, well, Law, man, you just you just hating on the Cowboys, man. You know, shame on you. Stop whining. Everyone have a reason, but results are what matter. And you chastise those who you love. If I didn't care about the Cowboys, I wouldn't be talking about this right now, baby. You know, my daughter came home two weeks ago. Uh, she's in first grade. She did terrible on a spelling test, right? So when I got off of work and got ready to go over the work with her, I said, we went over this multiple times. Why didn't you pass? She said she was scared. She was nervous because she wanted to make 100 To make me, to make, so she can be proud of me, right? So she, so I can be proud of her. And I said, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. We went over this. You knew this, but why? Don't give me that excuse. But then I had to hear again. She was so fixated on being perfect. She was wrong. Knowing I know that she had the ability, right? And I told her, I looked her right in her eyes and said, hey, it's not about making me proud. I just want to, I want to make sure that you know what you know. Take your time. Put me out of it. Do it for yourself. At first grade, lo and behold, she passed every other test. 100, 100, 100, got all of them right. The cowboys. I believe that they are trying to be so right. They want to make Cowboy Nation proud. They want to make everybody say, hey, man, this is the 2000 Ravens. Hey, man, Michael Parson is the MVP of this team or the defensive player of the year. Do your assignment. Do your work. Do it for yourself. Stop playing hero ball coaches need to reach out to those players and say, hey, there's nothing we can do at this point. There's no one that's going to save you. Trade deadline is over with. Free agency, whoever we get now, they've been on the street. They didn't grind with you. They didn't have blood, sweat, and tears out there in Oxnard with you. We got to do it for ourselves. We can't be lobbying for this guy. We can't be lobbying for that guy. We got to do it for yourself. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Nick says stop seeking validation from outside. You know, one of the greatest things for Trayvon Diggs this off season, he got off of Twitter. <laughs> he got off of it. PFF every single week was scoffing at that man. Right. Telling him that he's less than telling him. And people don't think that those little vibration, those low vibrational characters on Twitter or words that people say that scoff at you, don't bring you down. There's power in the mouth, right? In the tongue, life and death. You can speak a lot of things into existence. You can manifest a lot of things. But when Trey Von got off of Twitter, it seemed like it opened up a brand new reality, a realm of new possibilities. He is having his best season, ladies and gentlemen. He is. Why? Because he stopped listening to all of the toxic, the trash. Maybe that's what this team collectively need to do. I truly believe West, West West Coast Cowboy, he had a wonderful video breaking down Mike McCarthy of what he did to the team last week. Took those boys on a tour, you know what I'm saying, of the Green Bay facility and broke down the legacy on why it's so important that they play and win this game for him. He created a monster. Those players, think about it. All of those players are young guys. Everybody on that team young. That's not a person on this team older than me. All of those guys are super young. They're in their early 20s. Close, the oldest person is probably D-Law, 30 years old, just a young kid, right? And you are pouring upon all of that on them, putting the weights of all of the, the legacy of the Lombardi, right? And, and the things of what the Cowboys should and can't do or what have you, right? Those guys went in there and they created their own monster that destroyed them. It was in the mind. Oh, man. Green Bay, man, sure, it's cold. The legacy, we haven't beat Aaron Rodgers. We can't stop the run. Oh, my goodness, the the all-time record. The footsteps became louder and louder. But when in actuality, they were just an average team, a below-average team, (laughs) basically. That's why I was angry. Look what the Titans did to Green Bay just last night. Look what the Lions did to Green Bay just last night. Why? Because their coach didn't take their team all through the Lambeau tunnel and this is what the legacy means and this is where that happened and this is where that play happened. No. They just play football. But when you try to make someone proud, right, of you, you freeze up. You lock in too much. You overanalyze. And you don't pass. Let those boys play football.
2: We have solutions. We've got personnel solutions. And we have uh, great awareness about, uh, uh, I think, what this is going to take with our coaching staff. And uh, the other thing is that uh, where we can, we're trying to improve the team where we can.
3: We had uh, Sean and RJ have Michael Irvin on every week, and he was talking about Justin Jefferson and the competitiveness (laughs) of this person and how he's been told there have been people that have said that that Michael Irvin is the most competitive person ever, and this guy might be the next. And I was just kind of curious on, you know, knowing Michael Irvin the way you did and his work that he put in and seeing what Justin Jefferson has become this early in his career – what are your thoughts on that player and seeing him this week against Diggs?
2: Well, you're 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 tempted to uh, go to Jefferson's competitiveness,
4: right, and, uh, right, right.
2: Not, not just his athletic ability, but his competitiveness, uh, and uh, that is the case. And uh, uh, you can. Um,
0: Steve, no, 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 no. Just j- just just stop that way. No, no, no. We beat Green Bay in 2016. At Green Bay. <laughs> but I-, I feel what you're saying, Steve, though. You know, the last time the Cowboys beat Green Bay. Oh, David Irvin. I thought you said Michael Irvin. Okay, my bad. Oh my, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. My bad, Steve. I, I didn't read it all. I thought you just said Michael Irvin. <laughs> you know, David Irvin got a G on his name. Michael Irvin don't, so, so that's what threw me off, too. <laughs> but shout out to you. you my dog, man. Appreciate you.
2: You can take that competitiveness, and you can build world champions around it, and that's exactly what we did with the Cowboys. Uh, Michael was our heart and soul of our team, and uh, he, had, he was the perfect guy to build around. He had his foibles. He had his uh, uh, mess-ups. But he just simply, I mean, he'd be down there between two-a-days when everybody else is catching a little rest for the afternoon practice. Those were padded two-a-days. And he'd be out there on the football field running with his pads on between the practices.
0: That boy running that stuff off, out of him. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Irving, man. Um, yeah, uh, he said uh, David Irving had a good game against the Green Bay. Yeah, uh, if, I'm, if, I'm, if my memory served me correct. Did he force two fumbles? Cause I know he forced a fumble when he was driving into the red zone. Uh and then and then a whole other things happened. Uh shout out to David Irving. Uh he he got a hell of a business thing going uh now with uh <laughs> as you all know of what his uh demons were with the uh NFL. Smoke weed every day. He got he got a whole business center around that. And I truly believe that he was going to win that lawsuit. So that's why they dropped the lawsuit, gave him some cash money, and they told him, hey, we'll we'll reinsert you into the NFL. (laughs) Because he was going to win. Plants over pill. And he was going to win. He was going to win. He was going to win that that, that legal lawsuit, you know. Yes, two fumbles. Appreciate (laughs) y'all. So defense do win championships, but you got to figure out – how to combat and complement your offense, right? Like you run the ball, which will eat up clock, control the time of possession, and then your defense will be fresher to make plays, right? But it is what it is. Let's go.
2: And the night before, he'd probably been out most of
3: the night. <laughs> uh, work, working, obviously, right? Sure.
2: Well, my point is, uh, living it living it uh, to its nth degree, uh, living life, uh-huh. uh, competitive, I don't so much want to use that word there, just just getting the most out of it. Getting the most out just of it. Getting them. the absolute most out of it. The most out of his relationships on the team. Mm. Gouging, pushing people to get better. We're talking Harper Har- was our other receiver, and boy, he, uh, uh, Harper uh, should, uh, uh, frankly, have given Mike a cut of his check because Mike really helped Harper be the player he was.
5: Right, right. Talk to
0: right. right here. On World Alvin Harper is the who we're talking about.
5: I, I, I got to know, and I know we'll circle back into the Cowboys, but I was really curious. The World Cup is about to start, and yeah. then the 2026 World Cup is going to be around these parts. How confident? She's
6: running three shows here?
5: I well, mean might maybe, be right. Maybe but, I don't right. Know. but like, like the practices that I saw to
0: oh, man, positive. Uh, skip past it. So that was that was Jerry Jones. And let me get to this other part of it. I don't have the audio of it because it haven't synced in yet. But uh one of the things that Jerry Jones had to say about um Sue is that the Cowboys never had interest in signing veteran uh defensive tackle. Ndamukong Sue, Jerry Jones said on 105.3 The Fan No we didn't have any uh, Contacts with him I like where we are With our guys Or our big boys down in the middle So I'm going to say this uh, And I want you guys to, To lean on the words That I'm saying Okay No I truly believe that the cowboys and hear hear me out they love their own guys but i truly believe that for right now sue would have been a feel-good situation and i don't truly believe that he will help out against the run two things can be true right and i can be a thousand percent wrong I believe that the Cowboys, if they wanted to hush up this run stuff, then they would have or should have done it before now. They should have done it during the offseason. You do not get to these levels of run fits by mistakes. These are hardcore principles. These are philosophies and things of that nature of the reason why the Cowboys are where they at right now. If the Cowboys wanted to shut down the run, they should have been looking last season, right? And then they should have been preparing themselves this offseason. The Cowboys went into this season technically – with the same team on the defensive side from last year, minus a KZ and Randy Gregory, right? Those are the only two. Everything else is pretty much the same. We, put, we brought in a Fowler who wasn't considered a stud on stopping the run, and we uh, read up Dorrance Armstrong. It's the same team. Now, I know – I know for sure when I look at football and I can identify, hook to flat, filling in the gaps or what have you, I can clearly see that our linebackers are hesitant. And, and, I of course, we brought in Anthony Barr after we banged on the table, banged on the table, banged on the table, and he was the last results. Whereas a third of even the Viking people were saying that he was a shell of himself. He's no longer the Anthony Barr that you think that you're going to get, right? And I truly look at Anthony Barr, shout out to him. I I love his wisdom and understanding of the game. But I look at Anthony Barr as a bridge guy. I do. So if the Cowboys wanted, I would have felt better about this whole situation if the Cowboys were saying to us, hey, man, we would like to bring in Sue during the offseason, right? and then put him on this team so that he that so that he can either help Osa help Gallimore or at the time help Tristan Hill That's how I look at it That's how I look at it but for right now it is a hey all right let's hurry up let's get like like if you knock a hole in the wall right you get some mud, you get some plaster, you know. You kind of scrape it together, mix it around. Maybe get some balled up stuff and you put it inside the wall, and it's just sheep rock covering, right? Sheep rock mud. But that wall gonna always be weak there, right? And I get it. A lot of people we looking at what the Eagles are doing, right? Lavelle Joseph, the man you talking about a long tooth? They didn't got two longer tooths over there or teeth. <laughs> they got two long teeth. He's thirty three years of age, right? Lavelle Joseph, 33. That's a long tooth, right? And and then my guy Sue, he's a long tooth. So you inserting both of those guys in at the same time. Hey, shout out to them. Much love to them. I'm not saying that it's not going to work. But nine times out of ten, hey, it is what it is. Oh, he's 34 now. <laughs> okay. Lavelle Joseph is 34, and he got a 35-year-old guy Sue. There's only so much that those guys can do. So it is what it is. But the Cowboys, yes, we got our own situations and problems here. You know, as I pull this up bigger so that you guys can see that, right? This is not by chance, ladies and gentlemen. 200 yards is a lot. Teams not even looking to pass. They said, okay, we're going to run it. Discipline. Discipline. But what people think what I'm saying is about the cowboys doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. Is they do a lot of panic buy, rush buy, hurry buy, emotional buys. <laughs> they don't win you games, baby. <laughs> when you get to the bigger tournament, you know. But somebody hit me up with a beautiful. And I mean just that, a beautiful analogy. It was like, oh, no, 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 beautiful truth. They said, Lord, this hasn't changed since 2019. And I said, ah, or 2018 when we went to the playoffs. 2018 when we went to the playoffs and C.J. Anderson. But I can tell you our, our guys up front is a whole lot better now, though. But the, But the principles of the mindset haven't changed. We got to stop this run at all costs. Stop the run. Darryl Davis says we can't win with our roster. I think we can. And if we're going to make it a shootout, then we got to be hitting on all cylinders with our offense. Speaking of that, let me see if I can find the right clips for this one with Mike McCarthy. And
7: so forth. But he's, he's, he's bigger, stronger. And uh, just, you know, and his competitive nature is extremely high. So uh, yeah, we, we, we were very high on, on Justin.
5: Mike McCarthy here with Sean and RJ every Friday, 105, through The Fan. Uh, last matchup, Diggs uh, held him down. Uh, how do you see those two matching up, Coach? Why, why may Jefferson be a nice matchup for Trayvon based upon the the, the great performance Diggs had last year?
7: Y'all knock on well, some wood. I mean, I, I think it's like anything. I mean, Trayvon, you could see last week that, you know, there wasn't one ball thrown his way. So, you know, when you... When you, you know, I know, I know. Aaron had you know great respect for him, um, and, and you're seeing it more and more. People keep talking about you know him. You know his numbers are down, but you know, you know, frankly, they're up because they're, he's not. You know, pe- people are going away from him, so you know that that counts for something too from a value standpoint. Uh, but yeah, Knock I, I think you know, wood, yo. ability to go inside and in, outside because <laughs> you have to be able to do that to, to play Justin because you know they, they play him, they play him all over the place, so. Uh, But, you know, I I think they're a good matchup because they both have life, um, you know, great athletes and, you know, both have exceptional ball skills.
5: What's the biggest difference you've seen in a positive way uh, in in Trayvon's game from last year, Coach? Obviously, he was one of the top topics of the league, and now it feels like he's even better. How? how?
7: Well, I just think you're you're seeing that, you know, a young player that's still ascending. I mean, this is year three for him. I mean, let's, you know, he's there you go coach uh, you know, obviously <laughs> had, had a good you know a nice rookie season uh yeah. you know definitely has uh you know had the huge year last year with it with the interceptions but I, I just think you know his game is so is so much more well-rounded dissipation and his recognition you know he's he just going to keep building up that bank account of you know video you know awareness instincts all those things that you know, come with these 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 great athletes. You know, the longer they're in this thing, that you know, the s- smarter and more recognition that they have. And so, I just I just think you you're watching Trayvon climb climb the ladder in that area. Coach, all
0: right, they got the super chat. Appreciate you, Chris two one four for the first super chat. And I thank everybody that's on the Facebook with the star. Thank y'all uh, for pressing that star button over there on the Facebook. And I really appreciate you, Curtis Roach. Appreciate you. Uh, Lopez, thank you over there on the Facebook. Who else over here on the Facebook? Um, Kobe, appreciate you, Taylor. And Lovey, Browns, VIP, appreciate you, man. Brandon, appreciate you, and as well as Daryl Anders. All right, so the Super Chat says, Is Antonio Calloway our Cole Beasley sly guy? I hope that he is... Uh, uh, <laughs> For those who, uh, looking back at the offense, uh, I I really liked Cole Beasley at his offense when he was here. I I didn't want Cole Beasley to go, by the way. Um, I really like, uh, what's the other kid? Uh, Randall Cobb. I liked Randall Cobb at his offense. I I was distraught that he went away after 2019. I I wanted him to be uh, in his offense for a second year, And then uh, he was like, oh, Mike 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 McCarthy coming? Doses. He went off to Texans and disappeared. (sighs) Right? And uh, they felt sorry for him. And then then he went off to Green Bay. He'd been there ever since. But Randall Cobb, uh, he's a nuanced guy. Route, I love his his ability to catch in between the traffic. And he's a very cerebral guy. And the reason why I like that out of uh, Randall Cobb, Cole Beasley, as well as uh, even Cedric Wilson, all of those guys, they played in some form or fashion. I think Cole Beasley played, but I know Randall Cobb and as well as Cedric Wilson, they played quarterback in high school. And that, they get a better feel of the game, right? They can find that soft spot in the, in the zone, and they can sink in there and catch the ball. Cole Beasley was wonderful for us in, in the years that he played in Cowboys land. Now, back over to Antonio Callaway, if you look up his tape and you look at his college career and his rookie year, you say to yourself, man, this is a solid dude. Now, he just got smoke
2: weed every day,
0: which is legal now. Well, you know, (laughs) which is which is you can do that now in the NFL, right? And I I think that, you know, he had the Josh Gordon treatment over there in in Brownsland, and, and somebody said the Browns are like the Siberia of the NFL. It's hard for you to get any recognition, any name out there for a long stay it's just crazy how they are so up and down so he ended up falling off the uh the map his second year they had quarterback issues quarterback was injured quarterback was not injured then his third season he went to the um uh, the dolphins and i would tell anybody um uh 2019 to that 2020 year it's a cuss word right 2020 is a cuss word, right? And y'all already know the reason why I say those things if you follow the channel. So if Antonio Callaway can stay clean, not far as from the other stuff, but clean as it relates to health reasons, right? Uh, No hammies, no pulls of the uh, calf muscles or things like that, and he can get out there and showcase his talent, then the Cowboys got them a steal. I know it's a long way, but he could be that quote-unquote <laughs> Cole Beasley type of wide receiver. Cole was solid. Yeah, you're right, Small. Appreciate you. Losing to Green Bay cost this team the division. This is from Troy Dudley. Well, it's not over with yet, Troy. You've got a long way to go because the good thing about us, we got to play the Giants. So we already got one up over the Giants. We got to play the Washington team twice, right? And we don't know what variations of Washington that we're going to get. But I'll take my chances, right? I would take my chances with the Washington team, especially what we did to them last season. I don't think that they added anything extra. The only thing that we're missing is a dynamic other wide receiver, but that's a story of another day, right? Hopefully we will have that same momentum as we had last season. And if I know anything, we talk bad about good old Kelly Moore, but Kellen Moore and Dak, when they play against teams in the NFC Ace, y'all better just look out. <laughs> Those boys are on the same page. Those two. <laughs> they just know. Like sometimes you just know your opposition. You know your opponent. And that's one game that I know for sure. <laughs> Kellen Moore going to be uh, be up and up and ready for it, right? Yeah. Uh, it's still wide open, BD Gray. Yeah. He said Philly lost to the yeah, so they lost a divisional game. And our only loss to the divisional game is uh the Eagles. So if 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 we can sweep everybody else out, right, and then on Christmas Day or what have you, we play the Eagles and hand them that L. shoot, boy, we right into it. But for right now, it just looked like we're out of it, right? It just looked like when we look at all of this, we we, we don't have a chance, you know. Uh, hold on, standing. So here we go. It looks like from here, from this perspective, we're not even in the picture. But these these games got
5: a long way to go. Got a long way to go. Let's go. It's wide open still. Coach, uh, people were having early debates about your defense being great. And- oh yeah, we beat Washington. Early. Oh, see. My bad. So we just play Washington one more time, we in there, right?
0: Right? I keep forgetting we beat Washington earlier. So yeah. So all we gotta do, that's how uh that's how far apart. Who haven't we? We played everybody in the division already, right? So it's all good. In a league. Wait a minute. Yeah, you got me messed up. We didn't play did we play Washington already? Let me pull up my schedule. Appreciate you, Robert. What was the final score? What was this score against Washington? What was the score? Y'all, y'all help me out. What was that final score? We beat him. Yeah, we beat him because my guy, uh, my guy Louis T. (laughs) Twenty-five to ten. So yeah, man. So shoot, when we play Washington again, it's gonna be over. It's over couldn't run the rock in that game, right? So, and we beat them, you know? So, so we beat Washington. We beat the Giants. We just didn't beat the Eagles, right? So, I'm quite sure that the Eagles right now, they're looking at it like, hey, in a few weeks, we well, on Christmas Day, instead of us looking embarrassed, let's go pick up Joseph. Let's go pick up Sue. It could be. It could pre- appreciate y'all so much, man. <laughs> Look, beat, beat them so bad I forgot about it. Put it like this. It could be that they was looking down the schedule and said, shoot, we don't want the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) That's what it was. That that is what it was. The Washington team gave the blueprint to the Eagles, you know, on how to beat them. And the Eagles were like, man, shoot, we don't want to be embarrassed when we go play the the Cowboys down there in Dallas. Shoot, let's go ahead and pick up Sue now. you know. Man, they was on one eight hundred pick up a defensive tackle. <laughs> because they knew for sure that they, if they if the Washington team was able to put up that many points, what you think Dak and Company is gonna do when they come rolling up on Christmas? You know, you know, so that's why they went and got the those dudes. Look, we we are in good shape. That's why I was angry and upset. Don't y'all ooh, don't y'all know how much stuff I'd have been talking right about now if we was eight and toe? Sure.
5: Shoo. <laughs> and we beat Green Bay, boy. Shoot. Let's, let's listen more to more. Special. This. Does it feel like the defense has been regressing a little bit as of late?
7: Well, it's just like anything. You know, we we sit around here and, and, you know, you look you look at week in and week out, you know, with the strengths and weaknesses. I mean, you have to have a place to, to attack every defense. And, and, and really, the the complement of of, a, of an exceptional defense is you got to run right at them because you know you're you're re- reducing the time clock for the play. Uh, it's just as you know, it stresses their ability and really keeps them out of you know what all great defenses you know have to have, and that's the ability to get after the quarterback. I mean, you know, we don't we don't talk about great defenses in today's game that can't go you know go rush the passer. So um, so th- I mean, this this is the way you neutralize you know excellent defense is, is running the ball right at them. And, um, you know, right now, you know, we're seeing a, a ton of wide zone, which, you know, tells us we got to be better at setting our, setting our edges and so forth. And, then, you know, the lead run for – I mean, Minnesota, no matter who they play, they're going to run wide zone. That's, that's, you know, that's their offense. So, um, you know, so the ability to toss cracks, you know, the jet sweeps, the wide zones, and then, you know, obviously the misdirection that comes off of that. So uh, we just got we got to get back and we got, we got, to, be, we got to lock them back. You know, we got to get knocked back inside. We got to get get these edges set.
0: All right, so <laughs> the talk is cheap, man. You know, silence is gold, or or talk is silver and silence is gold, right? Uh, and I feel what coach is saying is, hey, you got to do this, got to do that, and we just got to implement what coach is saying. Doing, you know, it's one thing to say it, but you got to do it.
7: Let's go. His cleats in ground and the ground is, as far as being ready to. Let's see fast forward right just like here. anything you gotta you gotta make sure that your uh, the technique at the top of route is, is critical because you, know, you can't telegraph the option route because not, not now you're giving the, the ability to, the defender to you know right to, here. to spend that you know a route adjustment that
5: so difficult to to, to we execute week we like to get a a football education from you when it comes to a point of discussion and this week it's the option Y'all route based on the packer game can you just explain to us, Coach, as simply as you can, the, the complexity of option routes, why they're so difficult to stop and why they're so difficult to, to, to execute?
0: Now, before he go, I, we're going to talk about this option thing. Let me let y'all get your seats together. We're going to open up the phone lines in a few, uh, Spock. Uh, I think that right now it's a party line. If y'all call that hotline, uh, you can grab your places. It, it would just be open to the community that's there, right? So uh, just feel free. We're we going to open up the phone lines. Um, give me one second. Let me put the phone number up top while, while we talk about these. The um, phone numbers is up top, right above my head. Um, <clears throat> it's a party line now, so you guys can jump in there. Here's what I got to say. When you have the option route, it is beautiful. It's wonderful when it works. But, man, when it don't work and you go right when you're supposed to go left, it's going to make your quarterback look like a fool. And you got to be on the same page as the quarterback. You got to be in sync with the quarterback. And when you look at it like this, Cowboy Nation, we don't have the the for one, the fan base or the backing of the quarterback. So if Lamb runs a dig when he's supposed to run a post, or when Lamb runs a post when he's supposed to run a dig, they're gonna first chew up the quarterback right that's what everybody see the int is picked off to the to the 30 to the 20 to the 10 it's in right or they're going to be mad when everything is uncovered they say hey man they're going to be mad at lamb hey man he didn't go up and get that one <laughs> because he's processing the information now two things can be true it can hurt us now but it could be beneficial to us later if these guys can use these growing pains to get to it, to be on the same page. Right now, we want to win every game because of the where we at right now. But, baby, if this team, if C.D. Lamb, if Dak Prescott, and if all of this stuff works to the point, to this highest pick possible, they'll be back to being the number one offense and moving the chains and taking over a complete Control of a team, but the problem is we don't have that patience. It's been twenty-seven years. We just saying, hey, just run a route. Don't run an option route. If it's a bang eight, let me see it. If it's a nine route, let me see it. Flag route, let me see it. Right drag underneath, let me see it. Tunnel screen. Look, none of this, all of this fancy dancy stuff.
7: Well, you know, it's just like anything in football. You're you're tying every route, excuse me, in an offensive play, but you're tying every route to the quarterback's feet. In the option route is the exception because you know the quarterback is the decision maker where the ball goes and you know when you have you know a route adjustment that just has you know one option at the breaking point of the route so but the option route gives you the ability to you know it gives you three options you know you can hook it up you can you can break it to the left you can break it to the right so you know based on the defense and how they they defend that you know they're you know they're going to they're gonna play with some form of leverage that you know to, to play to their help uh, of the rest of the you know coverage unit so the ability to break away from that leverage you know is a, is a you know is is an excellent advantage for for the offensive player on on option routes so um but just like anything you gotta you gotta make sure that your uh, the technique at the top of the route is is critical because you know you can't telegraph the option route because not, not now you're giving the, the ability to, the defender to you know to really just, to settle and get your hip pocket so and you got horizontal option routes, which is I think the one you're referring to, and then you do have vertical option routes too. So um, it's a you know it's 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 a a, uh, a route that takes more timing because you know mm-hmm. you, you can see the quarterback his feet have to be really you know in position you know, with his cleats in his ground in the ground as as far as being ready to you know have, fired, have the weight distributed to throw the ball it. still with some anticipation, and, and it's really the body language of the route runner is critical.
0: Uh, it's it very critical, where shoulder lean and then uh, jab step. There's going to be a lot to process. And then you got, shoot, if you don't have time in there, shoot, it's going to look like you throwing ducks out there. Uh, Paul says, let's just run the ball down the Vikings' throat with Zeke and Pollard. You know what? Ricardis. You know what? Yeah. And, and the craziest thing of it all, man, <laughs> you know about – Five weeks, six weeks ago, I believe, uh, Mike McCarthy came out and said he can't stand option routes. Right? <laughs> it is it is literally the opposite of what West Coast offense is all about, right? And he's from the he's from the West Coast tree, right? West Coast offense tree, Bill Walsh and all of those boys, right? So, and if you look at Joe Montana and all of those guys in their system. It wasn't no like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's see where you go with the ball. No, it was one, two, three, three steps, drops, five steps, ball out, ball out, ball out, right? So uh West Coast had a lot of uh plays that's that's short, short and compressed, right? Compressed and designed to get the ball out real quick, shy. Shy underneath, right? And every now and then, their their verticals was slow goals, right? Slow goals. Maybe some of your posts where you got to sit to the top and you see the receiver uh, pivot and then break out of it, but it wasn't options <laughs> because you ain't trying. You ain't trying try to play around with your food now. Um, <clears throat> the system that 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 Mike McCarthy is talking about is 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 the uh, the system of of the old school system, of, of Jim Kelly's, of the world's, a, um, I want to say it just vertical. This is a vertical uh, spread offense where you, you spread it out, you got guys that running some stick routes or what have you. And it's a lot. You got to have some help up front. And you, you attack in the defense, but sometimes in zone, the the hole got to open up. If they compressed, then you don't know where they sitting at in their zone. So it's, it's up to your wide receiver to sell the out. It's up to your wide receiver to sell like the slant or the go. So it's it's a lot of stuff that's involved with it. So that's why I agree with my guy Paul. Man, just run the dog on ball. <laughs> just run it, man. Just run the ball, man. You know, just run it, K Gun. You know, appreciate you. And that's just what it is.
7: Critical because he's gotta be able to talk to the quarterback, you know, with, with with his body language. Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh and he says Akeem says, Law, this is why you have to practice. Yep. But you can practice all day, but how a defender play that, he may sit on a certain route, he may he may show leverage a different way. And if you're not practicing against said player defense and you practice against your own your own defense, You're talking about certain teams you shouldn't just do that on, right? And all players on this team shouldn't have the ability to run option routes. I I think that, you know, in the uh, past, we know what type of routes my guy Diz Brian was going to run, right? Post, bang, gate, slant. Those were his three. You know, hey, post, Maybe a flag here and there. You rally seeing days on a drag, right? 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 Unless it was the deep drag. <laughs> but that's just how it goes, man. Uh, I'm going to run routes according to what strength my wide receiver is. And there's was an X wide receiver, right? Boundary, uh, field side, right? He's going to get the ball nine times out of ten, and he's going to work within the confines of that area. They didn't line theirs up into the slot, right? <laughs> and he would have been hellish in the slot too, you know. Don't, don't get it twisted. But they lined him up to his strength. They had slot guy, Beasley, slot guy, you know. But we'll see how all of this trickulates down the line. Um, sometimes too many options could be bad for you.
3: Yeah, like you know, it's, it's <laughs> that's a good, lot.
5: It's a good explanation, and you know, like you know, fans watch the game and they see an interception. It's like, oh, it's the quarterback's fault. Yeah, uh, and, and that's not always the case. But like, how often, you know, do quarterback and receivers see the coverage differently? Uh, and how common is that?
7: That's a great question. I mean, oh, I, like that's it. a question question of the year. I, I, I <laughs> Thank you. Get some applause Thank there. You. No, that was excellent. Um, <laughs> no, that's exactly that, that. That's the that's the challenge of the route, and that's right. why. And if you go back through the history of offensive systems in the NFL, you know you have your two main ones that have you know uh, been in this league for decades. You had the West Coast offense versus the digit system. And, mm-hmm. you know, the West Coast offense, you never ran option routes. You never you never, Boy, ever took the decision-making out of the quarterback's hands, everything.
0: There we go, baby, you know. <laughs> Boy, I, I wish I would have heard – if I would have heard that part earlier, I would have been even more – uh, enthused with it. So that that is deep conversation. Shout out to
7: my guy. It was dictated on the quarterback know exactly that. you know where the route was going to break um, you know the precision and timing of the route running and the quarterback's footwork were going to be better than any coverage and then you got the digit system which has a more uh vertical component to it but also had the option routes in it. So um you know, I think today's game. You, you, you know, you see Mixed most years. offenses are, are more scheme driven. You know, they're, they're more play, play driven. That's just the way this league's gone. But uh, I'm still very systematic in the offensive approach. So I think you have to have both the West Coast principles and a digit system.
0: Mike, so you got to have a little bit of both. But he's saying it's more scheme. Um, you the coach. <laughs> you the coach. <laughs> I mean, who's coaching this team, you or Kelly Moore? And that's, that's my thing is he, he's telling on himself. He come out about five weeks ago, six weeks ago, saying he don't like option routes. And now he's, he's literally spent about seven minutes to, a, to eight minutes talking about option routes, right? And then he told everybody, hey, I'm more of a West Coast system, right? And we don't see no West Coast system in there. I truly believe in a West Coast system, Dak Prescott would flourish better. You know, you, you take away all of the reading, you know where his principle is systematic, and he will be right into the system that will benefit him the best. Vertical offense, <clears throat> people that flourish well in verts are the systems that, and, and this goes, oh my God, this goes all the way back to the kind of caliber of coach that you got. Scott Lanihan, for those who didn't know, he coached up. He was on the team with Randy Mouse, right? They ran a vertical offense. He was on the team with Megatron, Matthew Stafford, who had their strong big arm. They ran a vertical offense. Oh, excuse me. When Tony Romo was here, of course, Scott Lanihan, what did they ran? They ran the Digit system, if you want to say it, or the vertical offense, right? And to me, to m- what I've seen out of Dak Prescott, I like Dak Prescott. I'm not putting him under the bus, but I think that those short to intermediate passes and occasionally hit him with the long ones would work better for him. West Coast. West Coast. You know, um, and, and that's just how I look at it from here. Uh, even when you look at what the Tom Brady systems were what he ran, it was more of the West Coast philosophy, right? And one can argue if you compile like the Super Bowls that were won, you will see that more of the West Coast philosophy in principle
7: got more most
0: of the rings. I, I could start off by saying, what, what Tom got seven? Joe got four. So, shoot, we can start going down line by line, precept upon precept, right, to see who got the most rings out of all of this. Uh, Donald Buss says the Vikings' 29th ranking on pass defense, right? Oh, wow. I didn't know that they were that that deep down there on pass defense. Yeah. Guess who were the 27th ranked on rush defense last game? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was the uh, – the green bay packers you know so we, we'll find out man uh speaking of that let's listen to one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in my opinion
8: I mean, they just failed to make the plays um, and then when you put it all together collectively then you say oh man what's the problem if they had made one of those plays and won the game the the storyline would be totally different but I thought Green Bay played it the, the the way that they had to play it to win the game, and then they made the plays they had. Do y'all know who
0: that is? Do y'all know their voice? Let me know in the chat.
8: Had to win. They had to make, <laughs> in order to be able to pull that off, uh, and, and it worked really well for them. But no, I think Dallas can definitely fix uh, some of the things that have that have maybe given them some problems recently.
6: Stopping the run is more important this year than it's been in a long time. Through Week 10, NFL teams are averaging 122 yards rushing per game. That's the highest figure since 1987. They're averaging 4.5 yards per carry. That's the highest rate ever. What do you think has led to this resurgence in the running game? Since (laughs) 1987.
0: That's what, 30? Thirty-five years ago, man, come on, man, y'all, we got to get better. Come on, let's, let's listen.
8: You know, it's a really good question. I've, I've, I've talked to people about it, uh, and and I've heard some other people's opinions on on why it is. And I, I think it's, I think there's a lot of different reasons for it. Uh, I think for some teams, <clears throat> it's a, it's the way that they have to play uh, because. They're not as good uh, up front. They're not as good at quarterback, whatever mm. it might be. that uh, That's the style that they have to play. I think others uh, have seen what, what maybe San Francisco's been able to do, uh, running the ball and the way that Baltimore has been able to do the things that they've done, and they, they figure, that hey, that works. And then also I, I, it feels like whatever extreme we took with the passing game, And it took a period of time to get to where we got to with the passing game with some of the rules that were being implemented and then the influences of the college game that that got teams more and more to the spread formations. But passing obviously became very prevalent over the last decade in in the NFL. And then as defenses started figuring out, okay, well, how do we we take care of that? Uh, I think you've seen linebackers – I see it each week uh there's there's linebackers that are about my size or even smaller that are playing you know in the in the in the middle there and, and it's uh-huh. you would never see that before so right. defenses are going more to smaller guys that are faster that can that can play in space and then offensive uh coaches uh, are adjusting to that saying okay well then we'll run the ball uh at the various looks that we're getting and uh and so it's kind of gone back the other way but I was,
0: so, in other words, size matter, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I said that the, the other day when I, when I looked back at most of the tape, we we, we so light body And um, <clears throat> lining up three safeties is good against the uh, pass there. You know, we got guys that can get to the areas, bat the ball down, got dexterity, they can um, knock the ball out of the sky. But, shoot, when teams say, all right, cool, you got three safeties out there and you got light other linebackers, shoot, and you got a linebacker that's going to sit there, and and I think the world of LVE, right? He's just sitting there watching. Then he's slow to react. (laughs) And then he tried to get in there, and he get washed up out of there. So you got that light version. You got light interior, guys. What do you expect was going to happen out there? So, yeah, it was a call for a cry for help when we got Big Jonathan Hankins. But one of the things that stabbed us in the back is when we got rid of Big John Ridgway. <laughs> you know, we got rid of John Ridgway. <laughs> Shame. Shame. You you need big shame need big bodies down inside, right? And you got a lot of finesse guys who I truly believe that the Cowboys If the Cowboys really look at this and say the best recipe of helping us stopping the run would be one the efficiency level on of offense, right? Play keep away. Two, when I talk about efficiency level, meaning that you got to score, and what the uh, Green Bay Packers did, they refused to be unstubborn, right? They're stubborn to say, hey, we down. Our quarterback is down this year. He's getting paid $50 million to close to $55 million a year, and we can't throw this day. No, but we can not run it. And the Cowboys, foolish enough, To have three safeties out there, and we got a guy by the name of A.J. Dillon. Oh, we got a guy that even if they're doing a toss play, the the, the doggone Green Bay Packers, even last night, toss left, toss right, right? They were still getting massive and chunks of yards from Aaron Jones, right? But they finally gobbled their stuff up because they didn't say, okay, let's continue to keep three Safety's out there. No, they got some big boys out there. So when that guard, when he pull, you hit him right in his mouth. Pull, you hit him right in his mouth. Cowboys just don't continue to do that with their, shoot, my guy J-Ron Kurtz going to make a business decision after a few runs, right? Shoot, he, he 205, man. you two ten 6'4". Shoot, it's cold out there, man. He' gonna he' gonna start making those business decisions, man. Shoot, our dB DBs gonna start making the business decision. I'm not pointing at my dudes though, but they good against the pass. Shoot, and then don't that makes football such a weird one that history repeats itself. It's like, okay, we're just going to go back to the old school ways, right? We're going to pull our tackle or pull our guard. There's 330 pounds, and if you are a nickel back or if you're a defensive back this by 205 you may get us a few times, but over a period of time, you gonna get tired.
8: I was looking yesterday um, the the game that we have, this week and there's teams that are running the ball that this year it would say that like i see a team that's running the ball for four and a half yards of carry and you say wow that's that's you know that's good i mean that's always been good to me if an offense is averaging that and then this year it's it's ranked in the bottom third whereas five years ago that would have been in the top 10 so it just it really points out just how much uh, how much the game has changed this year relative to others in the running game, uh, like you said.
3: And because of that, a game like Dak plays on Sunday where he throws it 46 times, sometimes you come out of that thinking, why'd you throw it 46 times? And, and you've shown that you can run the ball even without Zeke. Why did you do that? Do, do some teams... And let's just take Dallas to Sunday. Why did they throw it 46 times?
0: all right, that's good that's a good question. I can't wait for Troy to answer. uh hey guys, man, Joseph Collin, uh look, look, don't don't block the man for saying that he He is not saying anything uh disrespectful. He says Cowboys won't win anything until they draft the premier quarterback talent in the first round. They have not drafted a quarterback in the first round since 1989. Happy feet, Dak is not the answer. That's not block worthy. You know, uh, that's just his thoughts and his opinion. Uh, At at this channel, I allow people to speak their minds. Now, if he's been disrespectful, then 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 so be it. You know, you can block him, kick him up out of here. But mods, please don't block the man for saying that. You know. Because I, I want people like like Joseph have a right, you know, to to be as brash as he's as he want, right? But in the same breath just hit them back with the truth. It's like, how many first-round talent quarterbacks won Super Bowls? Or what are the odds of first-round talent winning the Super Bowl without putting weapons around them? And I'm just saying this. I'm not picking on none of my mods, but let's not block the man for that opinion. Uh, I think that, you know, everyone have their own opinion. And uh, that's just his thoughts of it. But I, I know he's a hater, but hey, man, don't block the man. He got blocked, you know, so... So he's still wrong. just fight the man. Fight the man with the words, man in the chat, and until he says something out of line, then you can block the man but but don't don't block them don't block the man for saying that. You know, uh, I get it right. We're gonna have our detractors and and we're gonna have people that will point it and make it the reason why we are losing is because because of Dak, right, or we're gonna point it out and make it the reason why we are losing or winning. Because of X, Y, and Z, but don't block that man. Don't block. It. Let him speak. Let him speak his mind. Come on, man. Let him speak his mind and tell him to call in. Tell him to call into the show.
8: And with a fourteen-point lead in the fourth. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Uh, I, I can't answer that. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if I ever threw the ball forty-six times in a in a in a win. And if I did, it was because we were we were way down in the fourth. Uh, and and that's the way we had to play in order to come back and win. But to have that kind of lead uh with the way that they were able to run the ball, uh yeah, no, I I would agree with that. I think mm. sometimes um and we've we've talked about it before. I think somet I think a lot of a lot of offensive coaches come into the game and they have their belief on, on what they want to do and um and they do it. And sometimes they don't always look at exactly how the game's going or or, or how you finish it off. But Like I said, watching that game, I I think there were a lot of moments uh, that even the even the fourth down call, I guess, in overtime. As I'm watching that game, uh, you you start asking yourself, and I haven't, I haven't heard Mike, uh, I haven't heard him say. Maybe he did, but I but I, I missed it if he did. Is
0: come on, Troy.
8: You know, what was the reasoning then for going for it? Uh, I don't disagree with him going for it. I just wanted to hear why it okay. was that he did. Um, the was it because yeah. he just felt like he really liked the fourth and four call? Did he feel that um, that if they gave the ball to Aaron Rodgers, they wouldn't be able to stop him? Or was it the other way? Did he feel that the defense would make a stand? I mean, I, I don't know what all went into that, that philosophy, or that decision, but it, I, I think someone told me he said that he he knew it on second down that he was going to go for it on fourth down. Yeah, and and then you know then and I get it on third down you you typically would throw it in that situation, but if you thought that, would you not run it twice? Um, and uh... yeah, Troy, baby, I know I wasn't crazy,
0: Ah, <laughs> ah Troy. Troy, I know I wasn't crazy. I, I thought I was crazy. I was second guessing myself when somebody said, you know what, Law, Mike McCarthy. Uh, on second down if he knew that he was going to make it a four-down territory. It's okay for them to be reckless and throw it on second, throw it on third, and throw it on fourth. Come on, baby. So now that if I know me and Troy thinking on the same page, man, I'm, I'm okay with my life now. I was, I was second-guessing my life for a second. I was thinking that maybe, just maybe, I'm wrong on so many levels. But Troy Aikman, let's give a round of applause to Troy Aikman because he's trying to be objective with his analysis here. So, yeah. And I truly believe by watching Green Bay last night, right? Even if the Cowboys look back at themselves and say, you know what? It's overtime. I get it. It's fourth and four right now. Let's see if we can do a hard count. Hard count. Hard count. And if they don't jump over, right? That I'm ultimately are going to put it back on his defense for them giving up all of those rush yards. And I'm going to look at Dan Quinn. I'm going to look at Derde. I'm going to look at Joe Witt Jr. and Al Harris. And I'm going to look at the um, special team coach. And I'll tell them, Brian Anger, if you can punt the ball, cough and corner that thing, this defense We'll hold the Green Bay Packers down for one more time. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going for it on fourth and four. Because at least if you give a hard count, if the, you know, fourth and four, right? It's four four yards. Five yards equals first down, right? And if you don't get it, then you punt it. You cough and corner that thing. And you 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 say defense. We had this team up 28-14. to 14. At some point. That's right. You know what I'm saying? It's on you now. Let's see if you can close out this game. Maybe it would have been another strip sack fumble. Maybe it would have been a safety. Maybe. Who knows?
8: Uh, you know, So, I don't know. There's a lot that goes into it. And then when you lose a game, everything gets dissected. Uh, obviously, a lot more.
6: And as you know, it seems in these parts to always come back to the Cowboys quarterback. And Dak is... Under the microscope, he's only got give me four some more this year. But he's performing below his career averages in just about every category. What have you seen out of Dak so far?
8: Well, I uh, I haven't studied him that closely. Sadly, we only have we're, we won't have Dallas again. Um, so I, I watch the games. I don't go back and watch the coaches' tape uh, on the Cowboys and and really break them down. But I think that some of what has impacted impacted Dak uh, is, is probably why they were wanting to try to find a receiver at the trade deadline. Um, mm. I just think that in the past he's had probably a little bit more depth uh, at that position. Uh, he doesn't this year. And, of course, he missed that time. And then coming back off of that, I think early on when he came back, you know, the style had uh, had changed a little bit. But I think that this 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 last game, you know, a couple tough interceptions um, down there, and whenever you have, whenever you have that, then things are going to not look so good uh, on ratings and all that goes into that when you start evaluating quarterbacks. But those 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 turnovers obviously were uh, were costly for them.
3: It's our weekly visit with Cowboys Hall of Famer Troy. All right, so I heard a little
0: bit. I had to turn the volume up real high so I could hear it while I was preparing my coffee. He mentioned something about the wide receiver and how that would help out and help alleviate some of the pain or what have you. But um, when you look back at it and listening in to Mike McCarthy and what he had to say about option routes and things like that, it's a situation. <laughs> There's trust. You got to trust the wide receivers that you got. And uh, do we have a, enough? To win games down the stretch? We do. But we'd be foolish to think that we don't. You know, need to uh, increase in that area. Now, right now, the same issues that I have with this defense is the same issues that I have with this offense as it relates to wide receiver. I think at the start of the season, I, I, I asked you guys where's our biggest problem at on offense and defense. And I think we had got a tally. Most of the people said linebacker on defense and defensive front. Right? Some people threw in the defensive backs, but for what it's worth, you know, Anthony Brown is just Anthony Brown at this point. And so far, you know, how it goes, I think he's not going to be playing in this game due to the concussion. I think that the Cowboys at least addressed most of the things outside of wide receiver. We don't have any issues no more with the offensive line, in my opinion. I think that that's shored up primarily because of Tyler Smith been playing phenomenal for a rookie, right? And I hear stories that they may kick him back at guard and have Jason Peters as the tackle. We'll find out. Trust the process, Trey. I appreciate you, and happy birthday again to you. So we'll find out. We'll find out. But far as the wide receiver's, I think that now it may not be a big issue. It's just a reservation. Now, we have a slight reservations on the wide receiver. We don't know whether or not uh, Gallup is going to be the same Gallup from week to week. Noah Brown, he's battling with foot injuries. He had a neck issue. So that's a, a cause to pause. Jalen Tobert, <laughs> we was high on the young kid, and now we're seeing that the young kid may have a lot of issues where, as it relates to upstairs, right? And C.D. Lamb, we can see with our natural eyes that he's still got to go through some more groin pains. I get it, third year, but this system is a whole lot different than any other system because we got also <laughs> – an offensive coordinator going through growing pains, who's trying to in his fourth year ever calling plays, who's trying to insert the option routes with his with his uh, skill sets and his game
3: and his down going game plans, you know. So it is what it is. Been here on the ticket. We have a common friend, Troy, and a guy named B- Hey, hey, hey! You says free Simi? I think Simi. This is his last season, man. I,
0: unless they going unless he pull a rabbit out of a hat. He's been battling through some
3: injuries and things like that. Look, it's it's one of those things, man. Bob Sturm, who uh, grew up a Packers fan. And as we talk about the quarterback on the other side, Mm. like when Bob first got to town, we used to play NFL Blitz. I was Troy Aikman in the Cowboys. He was Brett Favre in the Packers, if that tells you anything about Bob. 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 Uh, It tells (laughs) me all I need to know about Bob. I already knew knew all I needed
8: to know about Bob. But (laughs) but the good thing is, is, if you were me and he was Brett, then you won a lot of games.
3: (laughs) You know, I kind of did. Unfortunately, it came down to my video game ability, which was not very good. So Bob did win a few of them. Um, But obviously, he's been a big Packers fan and Aaron Rodgers fan. And one of the things that has bothered him has been his demeanor. Do we make too much? Because I get into that, too, sometimes uh, with quarterbacks, how he doesn't look like he's having fun. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem like he's having fun. Even not.
0: let me see if I can pass forward through all of this, man. Uh, I don't want to hear no more about Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna see if he's gonna talk about the Vikings in the upcoming game. Hold on, Cause I like Troy analysis on these type of things.
8: Uh, I understand it. I think we've seen the same thing uh, from from Tom Brady. You mm-hmm. know, now they've started winning some games here the last couple of weeks, but there was a stretch there when when they were losing. people think because they're, they they see Justin Jefferson making these plays. Okay, let me go back. A little they here. just throw it with them. I think that, uh, yeah.
6: You and Joe have had Minnesota this year. Yeah, let's the Minnesota their only talk loss, a that bit. That game against Philadelphia, they've won seven in a row since. What kind of team do the Cowboys get this week? Or are you fully buying into their hot start?
8: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I did see them week two. They didn't play well at all. I was expecting them to play a lot better than they did in that game. Uh, defensively, they they weren't what I thought. Um, I don't know that it's I I don't know that a lot has changed with them. I think that you know we see the numbers that Justin Jefferson puts up and mm-hmm. he's he's amazing. I mean, I, as we know he's pretty terrific and uh, I mean what a what a pick that was for them. And and I've always loved Adam Thielen. But we've gotten so first of all they're not this running team that they had been under Mike Zimmer. You know they just don't commit to the run that way. They're they're really a passing team. Uh, they, run the bed, the, they, they run the ball decent when they do, and, uh, and they probably don't throw the ball as well as a lot of people think because they're, they, they see Justin Jefferson making these plays. They just throw it a lot, so Listen. the yardage ranks fairly, fairly high for them. I think their formula for winning has been, uh, I don't want to say like Dallas's, but, it, but they're similar to Dallas in the turnovers and the takeaways. I mean, okay. they do a pretty good job of protecting the ball. Yeah. And then they do a good job on defense of taking the ball away. And that's really how they've scored their points. And it's how they've kept teams from scoring.
0: I know for sure that safety got four INTs, uh, Xavier Woods, I think he's been dinged up or whatever. He got two INTs for the season and, uh, Patrick Peterson got three INTs. So they got some uh, guys that can get the ball back to the offense. So we got to be mindful of that. So let, let's see what else he have to say.
8: Um, and the and the and the, probably the best thing for Minnesota is that uh, they win the close games. They they've won the close games all year, and that's the key. Um, you know this idea that, and I hear it a lot when a team's struggling, and they say, "Yeah, you know they've 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 played eight games by one possession games, or you know whatever right. the number is," and and but. Yeah, so have every, so is every other team, and then you, do you do you win most of those games? And if you do, you're going to have a pretty good season. And if you don't, then you're not. And uh, the Vikings, they won all of them, you know. So, and then what happens then is like what we saw against Buffalo last week is they get in those positions and they just they feel that they're going to find a way to win a game. And and if you yeah, believe that, in that, that or not, I, I do. <laughs> that if you're confident that you're going to find a way somehow, some way to win the game. Uh, more times than not you do, and they've done it every time. So uh, if it's a close game, uh, Dallas Dallas will have their hands full because Dallas has, has not always won those games, and Minnesota has.
3: Boy, what an insane ending to that one. Your oh. buddy Daryl Johnston got the call on yeah. that and said at the end he'd never seen anything like it. I don't uh-huh. think we had either. We had the question when Buffalo fumbled after they had made the goal line stand and it was a fumble on a quarterback sneak. Yeah. The question, how does that happen? Yeah. It, it seems like a pretty easy, let's just snap it and get an inch and we win the game. I guess it's another thing, though, if you're trying to move 900 pounds of mass to get out of your own end zone.
8: Well, I will tell you that taking a snap from center uh, in that situation or in a short yardage, you know, third or fourth and one, is far different than taking a snap from underneath center uh, on in any other situation in the game. Because... The defensive linemen are hitting it harder. Uh, the offensive line, especially with them being backed up and not wanting to give up any ground, uh, the center comes—they they all do—but the center is the only one the quarterback's concerned with. Is that he comes firing off the ball, and if you don't, if you don't uh, follow him as he's moving. Cause the quarterback
0: ain't nobody said Josh Allen's choked though. You know what I'm saying? That's the craziest thing. Nobody said, Hey man, Josh, man, Hey, he threw an INT in that game. He choked, you know, but that's a whole nother story
8: coming the other way. So if, if the quarterback doesn't ride the center as he's moving forward, as as physically as he is and as much contact and forces there is at the snap. Uh, yeah, it can happen. And, and I know from my own experience that, that that's all you worry about in, uh, initially is getting a snap. But the other part of it, and I don't know if it was talked about or not, is they don't take a lot of snaps from underneath center. So it's so oh. it's, I don't want to say it's foreign because they do do some of it, but mm-hmm. it's not something they do a ton of. Uh, but that was and and the I, I did see during the broadcast that they showed a lot of close-ups as to what happened, or, or maybe not the broadcast, but something else that I saw later. And they were breaking down how this happened. My experience is, you don't know. I mean...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look, 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 look. He don't even know, man. But shout out to my guy, Troy, man. Great grind, Great, 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 great great, great guy, man. I met Troy twice. If I can meet him a third time, time, man, now in my statue now, now, I'll be... I'll be livid, right? Y'all let me know how many times y'all met
5: Troy I need to get his beer Come on There are five participants in
9: the
5: conference Please announce yourself Keep
0: Yo is the road fill up, appreciate y'all so much, man. Um, my god, Damon met Troy five nine times. Wow, <laughs> what you did? <laughs> Stayed at his house, man. Come on, that's a lot of times meeting that man nine times, man. It's dope, man. Um, shout out to Troy Aikman and all what he bring or brought to the nation, cowboy nation. All right, uh, we got the first caller off the jump. We got Coach Marr from the eight oh three. Coach Marr, Talk to him.
1: What's going on, Law Man? I had some good man, but you know, I like I like the little the little little chat room we were sitting out waiting on you, man. Hey man, we got a chance to <laughs> top it up with some for some good things. And you know they got my they got my three points in focus for me, man. So oh, wow. Let me go ahead and get to the right quick. All right. Law, let's don't fall for it. Cowboy mm-hmm. fans, let's don't fall for it. 'Cause you know something, law I wanna mm-hmm. say something. And I love one oh five point three and I understand the relationships, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But they're the major pushes of the pro- of the propaganda <laughs> <laughs> that that comes from out that out that out the building. Um three days they're talking about they talking about what? Uh option routes, mm-hmm. and option rounds up, y'all went on keller then went on dan quinn yeah. three days in, talk about running the football
4: Ooh. Then we should have
1: ran the football yeah or, because it's good we're we getting off that we want we'll throw that out there, but we're going to get off of that we're going to go right back to what we because they're still and then let me tell you what their main belief is, is their that? main belief is we pay a man 40 million dollars that he got to be the hero
0: you're talking about from the one o five right that's yeah, the that's,
1: that's the main that's the main philosophy yeah we, we, they're gonna be around the bush and eventually they're gonna come back to being his Dak forward now watch what I tell you
0: man it's eventually they're gonna go all around i know I, 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 I know, of, I, know I know who you're talking about too but you know they're gonna come right back back but coach, you already know how it is man <laughs> now, now you're gonna be a
10: Dakhead. you you're a Dak head now <laughs> I know but that's, 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 that's me. just just be this
1: and two second point we should notice Cowboy fans. One thing the Joneses won't do is ever admit that they're gone ain't on a major decision. Right. And killing Moore was a major decision. Yeah. For his youth and putting him in a high power position yeah. as they did. Yeah. And he's not that person. Nah, nah. nah. But they would not say that. They would go to the hill. Like they went with Jason Garrett. Oh, my gosh, the time man. Yeah. When they saw his flaws. And they would do everything to defeat it. They would try to bring in the into this and that, whatever, to try to make it work. But they would never say that that was a total bust. No, they won't. They won't. So, let's, just, let's just remember that when we hear the stories and when they talk and all that stuff. Let's, let's understand that because it's all a plan, a very calculated, very billion dollar plan. Yeah. 'Cause it give you a whole lot of other stuff to get you off this off the off the hunt. Third point. Michael because I understand when we talk about he's selling, you know, or well, I'm not selling he's he don't have no power, okay? But I find it very, very hard week after week in big games for year after year in a couple years. Two or three years. Mm. When you have a Time for time management. When you are up by fourteen points, you don't pull the reins and say we need to control the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell me. No one can tell me that this is because he's powerless in the organization. I may I may say like this: What if he if he shuts the play calling down doing that game and say, "Hey, no, no, we gonna do this." Mm-hmm. What is he scared of? Kelly gonna go back and tell. The, the Joneses that he took control, so the Joneses are gonna fire him the next day.
0: Ooh, yeah. No, they're not. Yeah, I feel what so you're saying. Yeah.
1: If if if, if he's that scared, because if he's that scared, he don't need to be on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say this, and I said this a thousand times, and it's gonna come back to truth. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff he agree with.
4: Hmm.
1: Yeah. So you got it. Can't be. All of it that he don't agree with. He sits there and allow it to go on. No, that don't make that don't make sense. Yeah. that's not common sense. That means some of this philosophy you agree with. Mm. So it may be a couple things he may not agree with,
9: but some of this,
1: right? Some of the way you're going about it, you agree with it. Uh-huh. You may not like the way that we're calling passes. You may not like this option routes, but you have still been calling
0: passes. That I, that I don't have any rebuttal to, Coach. Andy. You're absolutely right with it. You know? So, at, at this point, those three points right there, Coach, I got no rebuttal to it. Uh, you right on the money. At some point, he got to agree with it, right? You know? <laughs> I appreciate you, Coach, man, for calling in. Good call. All right, man. Y'all yes, have a indeed. good man. Good call for Coach Marv, y'all. Put your hands together for Coach, man. Um, And and at some point, at some point you got to understand that even with the Jones family, like what they agree and how they feel about uh, their philosophy, the second most winningest coach in Cowboys history is Jason Garrett. Right, so we can look at histories and stats and these sorts of things, right? And we can say, all right, cool. Two things can be true, right? That's the title of this st- this show right here. Two things can be true, but even if it's true, don't mean that it's right. <laughs> it don't mean that it's right. <laughs> Somebody gonna look up like, no way, ain't no way. Jason Garrett, he's the second most winningest coach in Cowboys history, right? <laughs> It is. But you got to contextualize, okay, he's been coaching here for a long time, and they just got rid of him in 2020. And now we got to start open the Mike McCarthy's resume, the Mike McCarthy's era. But everybody can see with their natural eyes, the next man in charge will be Kelly Moore. We can see that. My guy from the VIP lounge is from the 860. What's good?
11: Lord VIP, baby! Yeah. Law, Lord, Lord, first of all, you, you just upset my stomach with that. Lord, please take that, Law. Uh, first of all, I want to say how... Well, we was on the chat line, me, Jazz, Coach, everybody. Yo, that's, I love that. I'm going to start chiming in a little earlier so I can have a chat with the family, with my, yo, with my Law Nation family. I appreciate you, man. But but we're talking about a few things, but I definitely want to hit on this. If we, as a Cowboy Nation as a whole, don't start doing what Michael was talking about, it's plain and simple. Everybody has to be held accountable. Yeah. Period. That's Period. from the top to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So if if, if Micah, Micah even admitted to like I'm not gonna play no hero ball I'm gonna stay in my lane because I'm trying to he's trying to overcome for other overcompensate for players that aren't playing. I'm watching that, that uh, touchdown hey, hey, run. Hey, hey, you touch, you threw me off for
0: a minute, man, because I thought you were saying Mike. So I think you was talking about Mike McCarthy or Michael Irvin. Uh, or something. No, no, Mike, you talking uh, about Parsons. You know Parsons. Yeah, okay, I, right. Okay, okay. okay right. Go ahead. Go ahead
11: with it. <laughs> Micah said. If you look through his interview, I mean, I know he was vexed after the game. He was in his feelings, but he basically said that we got to be held accountable. Guys are getting out of their lane trying to get to the quarterback. So I went back and watched the film again after that. Flowers. Um, even though I love me some Doug, you know we we fell back on Marcus Arms, He's not playing good against the run, bro. Hey, Doris Armstrong, yeah, Doran Armstrong, yeah. Yeah, our best one, our best one stopper. Outside of outside of tank is our rookie. Why yeah. is he not getting enough? We have to put Sam in more. I don't give a damn what's wrong. We Sam's got to get more run. He's our best run stopper outside of tank.
0: But, but let me let me say this. You remember I, I was telling everybody on the opening of the show if you was here, I was talking about my daughter. She she failed a spelling bee test, right? And then we went yeah, over. Yeah, we, we studied. We studied. We studied all night, and then uh, she never she never flunked it since then. But the first time the reason why she failed was because she was just trying to make, she, she, wanted, me, she wanted me to be proud of her, right? So I think right. that what's happening is that you remember at the start of the season, all of those guys were trying to get sacks, right? Everybody was talking about, yeah. hey, I'm going to get more sacks than you. And D-Law was like, no, I'm going <laughs> to get more sacks than you. And they are competitive. They compete. But what happens when, the rabbit gets the gun, right? <laughs> you know, the, the team said, okay, we're going to run it because you overemphasizing the sacks. And that's why I look at it like two things can be true, that I believe that this defense, if they can just stay focused, stay disciplined, and listen to what Parsons is saying. I, I love it when he said, I don't care if I get zero sacks. That's right. As long as we get the win. Now that, my that's friend, it. is a valuable statement.
11: And that's a mentality that – and now that's coming from Micah, the star. the star. He is the star. He is the best player on, on our team. I'll, I'll just say defense for now. But on our team, if that's his mentality, the rest of y'all got to fall back. Y'all got to fall hold. back and, and say and, and you
0: know why that's important, fam? Because he is yeah. the only one that can say it because he is yeah, the right. highest sack total guy on the team. It, it wouldn't have mean a Hill of Beans and Fowler say, "You know what? You know, I'm going to stop being uh, uh trying to go for these sacks and I'm just going to play my lane. If I got cutback responsibility or contain, I'm going to do that." But by Parsons saying that, now everybody said, "Oh, oh it's not, it's not it's no more who can have the highest sack total, double
11: digit sacks yeah. and these
0: sorts of things." Woo, that's good stuff, man.
11: Yeah, and it's like, it's like you said, and it's something like my son sitting right here, we just got him from school. And I said to myself, my son said when he's going to practice the other day, right. he's like, Dad, you know, I'm trying to coach him from the sideline while his coach is coaching. <laughs> he's like, Dad, can you just hang out outside so I can, so I can focus in better yeah. own in? and zone in? Because we put too much pressure on them. And it's yeah. just I think that's what Kellen Moore's falling victim of. I think he just thinks he's putting too much pressure yeah. on himself, he's thinking himself. He's overthinking. Right. D- don't do 46 you know, passes.
0: Have. Draw it up for 26 passes,
11: you know. Come on. Come on.
0: Ah, that, man, that,
11: that that right there, he should be on punishment. If my son uh, drew up a damn game plan for him throwing 40 <laughs> passes, and we got Aaron bleeping Rodgers, right. and he only threw 20. Mm. Come on, bro. Come on, man. We got to just think better. We got to do better. We got to think better. Well, I like get the turnaround in the game was that first interception, and I blame that. That wasn't on CD. That was on our tight end. Our tight end, is was dragging. So if he's dragging, put in Hendershot. Put in one of them other rookies. I know we, if we, we're faithful to our players, but, bro, he cannot run those patterns that you need, those clear-out patterns. I need more speed. I need him to take that safety away. He never even got to the safety, so the safety got to step up. Safety basically played two players.
0: He played too, and they both uh, had option routes, and they both picked the same option.
11: <laughs> and then he gave up.
0: He gave up because he said, CD "Oh gave snap!" Up the route at the end. He did, man. I appreciate you for calling in, man. Uh, let me hear you say
11: it. Oh, Lord, you already know what it is. How about them cowboys? I ain't a killer, but don't push me, law. Yes, indeed, revenge is
0: like the sweetest joy. Yeah, my guy next man from uh, the 202, Glenn Law. Man, what's good with you?
12: Hey, what's good, Law? Happy Friday to you. Great great show as usual. Appreciate you. Um, So so I'm just going to kind of jump right into it. Um, And I kind of want to get your opinion, if if you don't mind. I I appreciate the back and forth. Am I crazy to think that uh, we, and this is on defense, I think we need to run less single-high safety, more two deep zone, and maybe a little man uh, underneath with respect to digs and you know even the other corners provided that we stay in too deep. I just, it just seems to me that, and maybe it's the bitter taste of that game against mm. the Packers, mm-hmm. it, we just, it seems like the minute those receivers got by our corners, they were gone, and I'm like, where's the safety? Oh, I forgot. We're playing single-high again. Am I, two? I crazy? No, 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 that?
0: no. Any two or three, you got to have a strong seven. You know, up seven up front. And if you have a fickle up front, then you're going to see that uh, happening. Uh, we weren't, we were not generating pressure from our front, and then we were not stopping the run from our front. Now, if you got your front like I'm talking about the the defensive linemen in general and your linebackers, mm. then you wouldn't have to get uh, cute by uh, sliding down one of your high safeties down inside to help run support, and even if you if you got too deep, and if your guys can just zone in, and if he got forced responsibility, even if he's on top of the roof and he come down and feel and not hesitate, shoot, you can still do a mm-hmm. you can you can still have a dynamic defense. But what they trying to do is you have a smaller team in the Cowboys, right? They're trying to make it up by Speed, rally, and chase. But what happened is teams saying, "Okay, you may win on uh, the first series, but the second series, mm-hmm. I doubt it. If you can keep that same energy,
12: right, right." But see, but see, you're speaking to the complementary football, which I kind of feel like we've we've gotten away from that blueprint. Right. It's sort of like. We have our toy back and, you know, our starting quarterback. Right. And it's like, let me show you everything that I can do. Let me go spread off. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We started out four and two. We started out four and two. We were handcuffed at quarterback. Yet, I would argue that, that, uh, that, that, that those six games, maybe except for the first game, but those, that, those five games, Mm-hmm. That was some of the best coaching that I saw mm-hmm. as far as when it comes to the coordinators. Yeah. They did an excellent job of showing, uh, you know, two and three tight end sets and being explosive out of those sets. You can be explosive without being in a spread formation. And that's my frustration with what's happening uh, in mm-hmm. some of these games. It's like, Kellen only thinks he can be explosive if I come out in three wide shotgun. or It, it doesn't make sense. And so. Right. I would like to see them get back to the fundamentals. On defense, less, less man, less stunning play zone. But on offense, you rest your defenders by running the football and controlling the game. You can, you can try and go out there and blow people out, but it's right. not happening if you're not able to run the football and control the game kind of like Tennessee did last night. Oh, my God! I was envious God. last night. I was salivating, and I'm saying to myself, that Rabel, he can coach his butt off. He can. I mean, he can coach his butt off. And so I'll, with that, I'll let you go, Law. I'd like to see us get back to controlling the game. Just control the game, and and, and I think that will go a lot farther.
0: You going to wait to the day of to give you a score prediction or you want to uh, to give it now?
12: Uh, I'll give it now. I I do think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say Cowboys twenty three, Vikings twenty. I'll
0: say 23-20. No, no doubt. Appreciate you, Glenn. Thank you for calling in. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I I would take a. <clears throat> hear me out. Don't shank me with the butter knife. That's my guy, Glenn Law. I would take a boring win versus an exciting loss. <laughs> Give me the boring win. Give me the game, whereas we ground and pound. And what he's talking about with Mike Verbal, you know, he is a guy. He is a classic, classic man. You know, I'm a classic man. You know, you know, however that song goes, I've got the words of it. But he is a classic man. The way he styled and draw up the team on the offense and the defensive side, I apps. I don't like it at all. I love it. I love it. I, I love the, um, the the way he holds his players accountable. I love the way he just uh uh just get things going in the right directions. And he said, okay, Aaron, all uh, right, you got me. He, hey, one of y'all guys, next time, Aaron, do you again like that, just fall down. Tell him it's your ankle, tell him it's your knee. Play around with it. I'm hurt, you know? <laughs> You know, it, it just you just got to do those type of things. Now I'm not I'm not gonna put Kellen Moore in, in the doghouse, right? But we better not see nor Mike McCarthy. Even though y'all know I was mad, boy. Ooh, I was mad. It took me until like Wednesday to get over Mike McCarthy, and I'm still mad. You know, and it's Friday, <laughs> and every time I think about it too long, I get madder. But We better see some adjustments and we'll see. Chris214, you're live. Christopher from the 972. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hey. You're on line one. What's good, man? Talk to me, man. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, man? Nothing to it, man. Talk to me.
13: You was mad. I was mad. Man. (laughs) Law. It's nothing worse than think that you're going to win a game and they go out there and pull that nonsense. I think everybody in Cowboy Nation had that nasty taste in their mouth after that game.
0: Oh, uh, it, it goes back I to like to this, Chris, go back to this. Would What's you up? rather get blown out or lose a short or close game? You know, I would rather get, I would rather for exactly. the score have been 45 to like three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <But> <laughs> man, I would rather get blown out because
13: you already know what your fate is. All right. Cool. Right, right. But don't get right. my hopes up. Don't,
0: don't play around with my, yeah, like, my feelings. Yeah, yeah. man. Shoot. <laughs> now, now if I get your number, you shoot. don't give me the wrong number, lady. Come on, you know. <laughs>
13: exactly, but no, uh I just wanted to make this couple point right here, man. Um, the offense definitely had a relapse. Yeah, just like if you have a drinking problem. Yeah, that's what we went. We had a relapse. Like what? Yeah. But. This time we was winning, law. We Ooh, was winning. We were, were winning. up. <laughs> we were winning this time. So well. it's like, man, I don't want to see this. Like, I, I can't take another game like that. Mm. Like, I just can't. No, nah, I just can't. All. And uh, and that goes back to the freaking um, yeah, on in overtime. Yeah, like I totally agree. If you are going to go for it on fourth down, try man. to make second and third as easy. Like try you you get your short yards on those downs. So try to make it as easy as possible on fourth down. Like I didn't mm-hmm. understand that at all. Right. And yeah, that's that's man, that's bad, man. Man,
0: hello. But I think yeah.
13: everything will be Fine if we go out there and do what we got to do against the Vikings. So, man, like that's still in the back of our heads that we were up by 14 points in the fourth quarter. We as a team have to remove that immediately. Yeah, we have to.
0: We do, man. We got to figure out a way. Like, like what I do when I see things like that is that I kind of compare it to like, all right, how. In the playoffs, if we had those same hiccups, will we continue to do the same thing? That's how I look at it. Exactly. So are, are we making the corrections now, or are we going to revisit this same thing down the line? And that's what I I fear if the Cowboys do those same exact things and, and we see those same issues down the line. And I, that would really make me mad if they don't correct these yeah. issues now. So we'll wait and see this weekend to see whether or not the Cowboys – cannot have that relapse thing. You know what I mean? You know? I appreciate you, Chris. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I appreciate you. Appreciate okay. it, man. Um Yes sir. Good call from Chris, man. Um, as I was looking for I was looking for a little thing that I can pull up right quick to to uh to get my mind on this thing. Let me see if I can find it though a better way. Let me see if I can find it a better way. Y'all, y'all bear with me. Da 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 That name it don't wanna work that way. Okay. Well, that's okay. It's okay, and let's go. Let me see if I can find it. I can't find it. I guess because it's uh. We'll find another day. Four, three, two. You live.
1: All right, doing well. The conference has been locked.
0: Uh, all is well, man. I can't complain. All right, just
14: making sure you can hear me. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about Dak and uh. Little bitty, a little bit of uh, quarterback development history to all mm-hmm. the people that are hating on that and everything like that. Uh, as you know, what, what years does the quarterback actually start developing and taking the next step?
0: I'm pretty sure you know. What years the quarterback, like, like in the past or, or like modern day? Because modern day, uh, you see quarterbacks now, uh, they show you some promises in year one believe it or not, and then year two, you can get, like, a good feel of the quarterback, but some quarterback works and operate differently depending on the system that they go to. Nobody's seen Geno Smith doing the things that he's doing now, but we can all clearly see that he's in a perfect system, right, that complements wow. him. So it just depends, man. It's, it's a, a very, so, very unique way. Uh, well, well, I guess sort
14: of going back to a quarterback takes
0: the next step in the 30 year, right? third or fourth year, you know, shoot, it takes a minute <laughs> back in those days, yeah. Alright, uh, that uh,
14: 30 year was the last year of Scott
0: Linehan. right? Uh, all right? Alright, so let me, let me do 2016, 17, 18. Yeah, 18 was his third year. Yeah, last year at Linehan. Yeah. And, and if, you,
14: if you look at his stats, uh, he's uh, he took a little bit of a step down on when it comes to passing, but he started using his deck more that 30-year. Then all of a sudden, you, you get rid of uh, Scott Linehan, and, and you insert Kellen Moore. So now Dak has to learn a whole new system. When he was already used to one system throughout his rookie year, second year, third year. And I looked up the numbers. He actually threw... Uh, about 10 more passes per game mm-hmm. between Scott Linehan and uh, 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 Kellen Moore. So, you can, I mean, he's got to learn a whole new offense, learn new concepts, and he ran a lot less. And then the, the, the next year he gets hurt, so that's kind of a wash. And now you come in with a whole new head coach and pretty much a whole new offensive coordinator because you've only had that offensive coordinator for one year. So that has really never really got a chance to actually
0: develop and take the next step. Well, well I'm looking at everything now. His first year without Scott Lennihan, he one can argue that was his most efficient year. For close to 5,000 yards passing, 30 touchdowns, uh, 11 interceptions, and I think the Cowboys finished in 2019, eight and eight. Uh, coming off of 2018 where he won a playoff game or he was uh, on a team that won a playoff game. So um, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I just look at it like this. The Cowboys are going to go as far as the quarterback allowed them to go, but I say that loosely because I I want them to also understand that to run the ball run the ball, make it efficient, let's not put everything in the hands of four. That's how I look at it. We know he can throw the ball all over the field. That's not the questioning. But at what consistency level, or what is the max level that you want him to do it at? And I came up with a unique number anywhere between 24 and 27 attempts. Anything over that, you know, uh, that's, that's when we start seeing these little hiccups.
14: I agree there. And, uh, uh, I was gonna say some,
0: uh, another thing. Uh, and that's all on Kellen Moore. Uh, Kellen Moore need to play to his strengths or coach to his strength. Guess exactly. what? That's go what they the doing strength. for Geno. That's what they doing for Geno in Seattle land. I,
14: I, <laughs> I, I was, I was, about to go there too. Yeah. Everybody was saying Everybody was saying Russell, uh, Denver was a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, yeah. They get Russell Wilson, that's a Super Bowl winning quarterback.
0: And put him in with
14: a first-year
0: head coach. Yeah. And who's looking better right now, Gino or Russell? Yup. Systems, man. Uh, Gino is looking a whole lot better right now. If the Denver want to trade for Gino right now, the, the Seattle Seahawks probably like, nah, dog. You got, you got, you got Russell. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate you so much for calling in, fam. Good call from him. All right, and not to be disrespectful to any quarterback out there, but I believe that that sweet number, 24 to 27, is for all quarterbacks, believe it or not, you know. Uh, but it is what it is at this point. As um, far as the efficiency levels of Dak Prescott, we all seen him his rookie year, Right. Keep it short and simple. Keep it simple for the quarterback. Let's get behind a good, impressive running uh, attack with this offensive line, and then let's play sound defense. Right? That's how everything can work out for this team in the right way. Uh, I put Turpin in as wide receiver. This is from uh, is that right, man? Appreciate you. Thank you for calling in or chatting that in. Uh, does Turpin really runs a four three one? I seen that man ran a four two nine. But let's uh, get my guy in from the two a one. You're live.
15: Hey, uh, hello, law. And, hey, uh, like I always say thank you for giving the people a voice.
0: Appreciate you, man. Thank you.
15: Uh-huh. Yeah, just uh, coaching's a lot the money. I always like hearing him. And yeah, I'm coach. gonna give you a give you a real quick personal rundown. You know, I grew up a Cowboys fan. Uh, I was you know in school playing football. And I would see Roger Staubach and and so on. And, and I remember Clint Longley's uh, Thanksgiving Day game.
0: Wow. I'll
15: go YouTube that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was something else. But, you know, and then, uh, you know, Cowboys got sold and Landry got fired. And and I didn't like the way all that went down, you know. Right. So I drifted off into the Oilers, you know, for a while. And there were... Underachievers—they're exciting to watch, though. You know, and, and then they moved off to Houston, so I come—I you know, come back to Dallas. Shame. Uh, Shame. I can't help it, You jump ship. You, you jump ship over there to the Houston Oilers. <laughs> I have, You don't know, fire landing, man. That's like you know. Like that. I mean, he had been around back then. Yeah,
0: I, I think know. you're maybe my age. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They packing, you know. I I know. Used to used to. They <laughs> had that. They spread them, and they were doing that thing for that that short little period of time. And then it was terrible for us because the Washington team won, and then the Giants win, and then the Eagles were just there in the early nineties, right? And, uh, I, I remember, yep. I remember fighting two for Nell and, and my favorite player of all time during that time state was Everson Wall. So it, it, it was devastating. Oh, yeah. It was devastating for me to see him win a Super Bowl with the Giants, right? So I, I get you, but I, I didn't jump though. I, <laughs> Well, well, I uh, jumped. So I got to be honest man. with you.
15: Yeah, well, I, I appreciate your it's honesty, Warren Moon, man. You got to yeah. watch the Warren Moon. That boy can throw the ball.
0: Yo, yeah. it. Yeah.
15: So, come back. you know, uh, Jerry Jones, he kind of got
0: friendlier as, as he got older. No, hold know? on. What year Since did you come muscle. back, though? What year did you come back? So, this is a pivotal. Oh, about,
15: about maybe eight years ago. Uh, oh, oh. During it was, the so Romo.
0: Oh, 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 oh so 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 you skip past the Super Bowls, right? So you wasn't even rooting for the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, right? No no not in that era. Wow. I respected them.
15: But I, wasn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, buying their swagging on it, you know, all that <laughs> shit. Anyhow, but look here now, I've been into the Cowboys, but look they're killing more, this guy, you know, and then the coach McCarthy and then I watch year after year uh you know making bad calls uh, not knowing that you got the red flag in your pocket when you can get a first down bad clock management bad you know play calling uh you know if they if they, if they went to bed again in the playoffs yeah uh, i don't know what i'm going to do Man. I don't know. How long can you, you know what I mean? It's like when you got a woman that's messing up on you, you know, how long can you hang on,
0: you know? I don't know, man.
15: But, now, hey. Maybe you can talk me out of it, but they, they, hey. I want them to them, you know,
0: live up to their uh, to their potential.
14: And but these jokers they
15: got for coaches, man. I just can't deal with it no more.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking now, though. What, what's your name again? Let me save you in here. What's your name again? Bruce. Bruce? Bruce. Bruce, don't you know when you was gone the Cowboys were winning? So it's you the reason why the Cowboys are not winning, man. Come on, go root for the Oilers, man. Go root for okay, the Texans, yeah, man. That's my fault. <laughs> Fire, killing more, hey man. I'm out of here. Thank you, hey Bruce, man. I love you, man. Thank you so much for calling in, man. Oh, it's Bruce, Bruce. I found the reason why the Cowboys are not winning. Oh, it's Bruce's fault. You see, we were winning when he was rooting for the other team. But when he jumped back over to the Cowboys, we stopped winning. (laughs) Think about it. Think about it. The all-time favorite to root for the Cowboys were in the 90s. Bruce thought, he said, I can't deal with Jerry Jones no more because he fired Tom Landry and all of the stuff that he calls for this organization and franchise. That billionaire, he's a Four, right. In 1989, we went one in 15. And, and then uh, in 1990 and 1991, we, we start springing up a little bit. But he Bruce wasn't sold. But in 1992 and 93 and 94, Bruce was still wasn't sold even after three Super Bowls. Right. But then Bruce came back aboard. Oh, my goodness. Don't you know what happened, Bruce? You start you said he started rooting for the Cowboys under the Tony Romo era. So, I truly believe in 2006, it it was Bruce that started to root for the Cowboys and it made the ball slippery. And the ball got... We had two Super Bowls back-to-back in 06 and 07 if Bruce would have (laughs) stayed... Rooted for the Texans. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my gosh, man. Bruce, I'm just playing with you, though, man. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. i try to make logics of it, man. Nah, man, Bruce didn't root for the Cowboys in the 90s, man. Woo. Trey, it's Bruce's fault. I found a person that's that's the reason why the Cowboys are not winning. (laughs) You lie, Trey.
16: Hey What's good.
0: What's going on, gang? It was good. Everything's well,
16: well. All I can say is I believe that they, you know what I'm saying, until they tail out of their you know, between their legs mm-hmm. and they read it. Because after I, I saw the you know Parsons talking to the media and the Marcus Long, they all agreed that it was their fault, themselves. Nobody points the finger at each other. They pointed it at themselves. They know what they did wrong. And Parson told them, I don't care what's going on. This Uh, ain't happening no more. I don't care who it is. And that's all I'm saying. And for that man to get on there and say it like he said it, and everybody know he's the number one player, trust and believe, this won't happen again. So all these people, I'm just, man, it's going to be the same. No, it's not. No, it's not. We play everything different. Every team play everything different. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. We went in there, we would have beat them stupid Packers. Everybody know that. That's why they lost last night against the Titans. The way Tana Him ran over them folks. Come on, y'all. Let's be real. I just feel like Kelly Moore, you know what I'm saying? Him and and, and and McCarthy, I'm just being honest with you. I just felt like that long conversation he had with Aaron Rodgers on the sideline, they mm-hmm. threw that damn game. I'm just telling y'all. I don't know what be going on with these people. I don't know what, why they do the things that they do. But for some reason, these Cowboys, we always in the limelight, and it's always something ridiculous. You understand what I'm saying? And that's yep. just Jerry Jones. Like, you just have to have something ridiculous. We win in this game, y'all. What are you doing? Yeah. So, I'm going to say it again. Yeah. This won't happen anymore. You remember the last game we played? It was, it was Cooper Rush. Right. We played with the Vikings. But C.D. Lamb got off. Diggs got off. Jeffrey couldn't do nothing with Diggs. He had one completion. Mm-hmm. One.
0: And, and uh, C- me, C- Cedric, Cedric, Cedric Wilson got off, too. He had threw a nice pass, too. I think C.D. Lamb and uh, uh the, yeah, uh, they, the they safety was look. trying yeah, to take his neck off. Yeah. He,
16: yeah. 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 So... He, you're no, right we then. don't have sessions. But I'm telling y'all, uh-huh. this will be a very different game. Everybody gonna come out scratching their head, like, okay, why y'all couldn't do this shit last week? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, tell I'm telling y'all, we're not gonna let Philadelphia thinking they the, the the um the our six what is it the the way we lined up
4: right
16: the Washington day five we six New York seven and what's it called eight that is so crazy it's five six seven eight. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. So I just feel like the Philadelphia they fail only to catch us up. The yeah. coach is going to get those Eagles. I don't care who they got, uh, N D, Naku, whatever his name is, Donica Sue, I say his name
4: ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't, so, yeah. I
16: don't care who they gonna get. I don't care who they go get. He's thirty five years old. He ain't gonna do no more than Haskins doing who we got in our front line. So y'all can just stop that. We know Donica Sue is old, go down no person playing the game, but that dude ain't that same dude no more. Everybody he needs need to calm down.
0: We ain't worried about that. No doubt. Let, let me ask you this, though. Before I let you go, what's your uh, score prediction or are you going to wait for uh, Sunday when I do the call show? 35-21,
16: Cowboys. All day long, Ooh-wee. baby. we going to beat them folks,
0: bro. Y'all need to stop it. Uh-huh. And then make sure you drink out of that cup I sent you. Appreciate you. Thank you.
16: I love it. I love it. I got it right with me now, which you can see. Yes, sir. Go anywhere with me. Yes, sir. Appreciate <laughs> Y'all have you. A good
0: one. Thank you. Uh good good call from her. And, and, and I'm gonna say this again. I gotta 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 protect my guy, man, Bruce. I, I absolutely, I absolutely love Bruce, man, for him calling in the, the previous caller to be. Just just one hundred I man, keeping it a buck man, or keeping it a G, or however the kids say it these days and times, right? Keeping it one hundred, um, and, and uh, I seen somebody wrote down. There's a lot of Bruce's in the chat, right? Uh, someone who was angry and upset at the Jones family in 1989 when he fired, when he ultimately fired Tom Landry. Man, come on, man. A lot of people were angry and upset, and they 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 ripped the jerseys off, and and they you know said they're not following the team anymore, and they stood by it right, and then uh, they realized that after you know so many years that they said you know what Jerry doing the right thing, <laughs> right, <laughs> and then he did the wrong thing by getting rid of Jimmy or having that dispute with Jimmy, and they couldn't come into – to. Uh, uh, in agreement with each other, you know. I trust me. Yeah, I I, I can't stand the cowboys at times, man. Uh, they get under my skin, but I love them, right? It, I, I'm like that picture of uh, the two couples that's arguing. That old man with the umbrella that's hanging it over the lady's head, you know, saying that hey, even though we don't like each other right now, I still look after you. Whatever that saying is, y'all know the mem, you know, but or meme or what have you. So I, I feel them. And I always look at it, my only stance of it, because it's hard. This, this is the hardest team to root for or one of the hardest team to root for because everybody going to give us their best, right? We're going to be talked about. There's nothing under the radar, right? Like what the, what the Eagles did, siding Sue. Like a third of the Eagles fans didn't even know that Sue was in their spotlight, right? Like the Eagles did of signing Lavelle Joseph, a third of the Eagles fan didn't even know who he was, right? <laughs> and then, like what the Eagles did this offseason, them picking up AJ Brown, the Eagles guys didn't see that coming, right? Right. So that's just how it goes. All right. So here are my next flu of callers. I got the five six two, the three, the eight three two. Then I got Hakeem. So uh, let's go with the five six two. You're alive. Yo, bro. Yo, what's good with you, man? All
9: right, all right. Can you hear me all right?
0: Yeah, I can hear you great. What's your name?
9: Uh, right, Well, in the chat, I'm Spock. can you save me? Spock! That, 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 that. Yeah. <laughs> can you yeah, save Spock. me? <laughs> Spock, can you save me? Brother, uh, okay, me so check it out. So remember, last week when you had your brother on, I was trying to hit you up. Because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask you and your brother a couple questions real quick. But... I know this ain't that 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 point, but the one thing I I do want to ask you, check it out. So my one of my best homies is a Rams fan, mm. right? This mm-hmm. is the reason I called your, your 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 show last week. Remember, I couldn't get through. Right, 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 and right. He, and he and, and 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 my homie hit me up. I'm like, what's up? He's a Rams fan.
4: Uh-huh.
9: And he's like, bro, he, this way he told me, he's like, hey, I I I, I hope I hope the Baltimore Ravens get their Shit together with Lamar. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about?
4: Mm-hmm.
9: I'm like, why? Why do you care? Because he's a Rams fan. Right. He's like, bro, I just don't want San Fran to get Lamar. And I was like, oh shit, you're right, bro. He's a. After this, he's he's a free agent.
0: Yeah, that'd be foolish so to let him I be a free ask agent, your
9: brother, bro. Oh, dude, yeah. And they're still not done with that full contract, right? Mm. I mean no, my my no, brother, no, my
0: there. brother believes that Trey is the next Pat Mahomes, though.
9: No, no, <laughs> hey,
0: my, hey, next next Wednesday when we here on the show, uh, you, you you would ask, ask him, would he rather have Lamar Jackson or Trey? Um, he called him Killer Trey, whatever the quarterback Killer, last name. For
9: real? Trey, Trey, okay, something, okay, yeah, Trey, okay, whatever his okay, name is. Last well, night. well, well, all I know. Is that my one of my good homies? Is like he's a Rams fan. He's like he's like he's like Ram. He's like Baltimore. Please, Trey Lance. Yeah, he he he. No 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 no. He he wants he wants Baltimore to sign fucking Lamar quick because he's mm-hmm. not want Lamar to go to San Francisco because San Francisco. How many times they have they beat the Rams like seven eight nine times in the regular season straight right?
0: Right. They they they, they are literally. 8-1 against, yeah. like, like he don't need to be worried, he need to be worried, <laughs> tell your friend he need to be worried about Jimmy Garoppolo, because they are 8-1 versus, the the Rams are literally 8-1 versus uh, Kyle Shanahan, uh, 49ers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so it don't matter, okay. it don't matter, they can have me as a quarterback.
9: Okay. But, okay, okay, but, dude, he's already, he's fearing like the inevitable, he's already seen like this black sky, but anyways mm-hmm. brother, check this out, okay, so mm-hmm. the next couple things, I want to run a couple things by you, okay? Gallup, Bruv. check this out. Mm-hmm. Do Do you law? Do you remember that play versus Green Bay? That stupid as Green Bay play where Gallup got that, that 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 screenplay where they just threw it to Gallup. Yeah,
0: screen? yeah, and then he was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that play, Why? yeah.
9: Why? Why are you doing that? Gallup doesn't have like. His knees, his ankles, his legs are not there.
0: Mm-hmm.
9: His body is not there to, like, juke out someone and run for him. Right. Why? That, that, that read Moore, right
0: there, they call that play when, um, when the DB is lying off. It's, it's really a check play to see whether or not okay. they're in a certain okay. looks. But, out. yeah, it's kind of weird.
9: Law law. Check this out, though. Two things. Two things are working against that play. One... Uh, Gallup is not 100%. He's not no. like some guy who's going to juke you out and fucking run for right, you know, going to the field. First of all, two, if you look at that play, law, look, go back and look at that play. Mm-hmm. The cornerback on the bottom of the field, mm. on the bottom, on the opposite side, meaning like law, um, Gallup was the left side and everyone else was the right side, right? The cornerback guarding Lamb and everyone on the right side, he started jumping around doing, hey, hey, look, look, it's mm. going to you. He mm. was doing jumping jacks, pointing the play out. Mm. You know why? Why because it's, it's predictable.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah all all again, of the screen passes.
9: predictable. Yeah. Go back and look at that play, Law. Look at that fucking play you'll see mm-hmm. at the bottom of the screen. You'll see
0: a little, dude. Just doing jumping, jumping jacks. Down. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate you, know I mean? you, Spock, man. Thank you. I'm going to go back and I'm going to rewind that play and I'm going to still look at it. I appreciate you, man. What you got down for your score uh, prediction before I let you roll, Spock?
9: You know what? Oh, my God. Min- minute Dallas, 35. Minnesota, 21.
0: Okay. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Let's go. Here we go, bro. Let's go, man. He, he just he just stole uh, uh, my girl Trey's prediction. She said 35-21, but we'll we, take both of them, you know. And I, I may be generous if that happened. We may give out something, you know, if that happened. All right, I got two callers, 832 and Hakeem, the dream. All right, 832, you're live.
10: What's up, law? What's up, law?
0: Nothing to achieve, chief man. Down in in Houston,
10: man. Oh, uh, I blame. I kind of blame like some of our our mishaps on uh, on the off season, man. Mm-hmm. Because like I I was going back and and just looking at like how a receiver, if we would have got one in the off season, how it would have helped us out. Knowing that we were gonna get rid of our. That we were going to get rid of Cooper. Right. Like, and we didn't want to pay him that 20000000 million. I'm thinking that if we could have went out and got somebody in free agent that's similar in stature with speed and route running ability and just gave him, you know what I'm saying, like fifteen.
0: Man, they sold like, us, though. Like- they sold us, bro. They sold us Jalen Tober, remember? I, I was trying to have that. I was trying to pivot to that. And then they said, Law, man, Jalen Tober, man, look at his tape. He he's gonna bring in something equivalent to X, Y, and Z. And that's what happened, man. The unknown when you deal with that, right? So a- hey, the but, only but time that's the thing, Cowboys. Yeah. But you see, right. that's the thing though. Like, I feel like what a what a
10: team at now. I feel like we Super Bowl ready. I don't feel like we need to wait for somebody to develop halfway through the season. Yeah. You get somebody like with the same, like I said, the same pedigree as Cooper, you know. And then even with that guy hurt, it would have been another weapon for uh, for Rush. And I feel yeah. like we at least be eight and one instead of six and three, because yeah. I feel like with that coming off, not playing any time in the preseason, you just too rusted.
0: To win that game with how that defense is playing that first game at Tampa Bay, yeah, so uh, that's what I kind of, that's what I kind of blame. Like, but but the problem I, is I with that. The, the problem is with that. Chief is, it's hard, bro. The Cowboys were four and one with Cooper Rush. The philosophy changed. They they wanted to run the ball, get in front of T.O.P. four and one. You can't like you can't start looking for people when you're winning. And the Cowboys just not that team to be looking for people when they win it. Takes, it takes it takes the Cowboys to be losing for them to make a trade. That's, that's how they, that's how they did with a Cooper. In the off
10: season. That's why I'm saying we should have been in the off season knowing we was getting rid of him anyway.
0: You talking about uh, That's why Cooper?
10: I'm saying that not, not looking yeah. not looking at round yeah. and I'm saying we going four on one with Russ. I'm right, saying right. the off season yeah. get better receiver and then that would have been another weapon and I believe how we came back on the Eagles, we could've won that game with another whip. True. true you see what I'm
0: saying? True. We
10: could've won that game with another whip. We was only a uh, uh, a turnover away from winning that game. If he don't throw that last interception, we win that game.
0: You're talking about uh the Eagles game, right? Rush. Oh rush. Yeah, game, the Eagles
10: yeah. game. If we don't throw that last interception when we was driving, and he throw that last if we don't throw that last interception, we win that game. My my opinion, we win that game, and
11: Ooh. we started rolling. We we you know we, we, that we win
0: that game if we don't go for it on our side of the field, right? Uh, on fourth and one, and and we win that game if we play if we stick to the philosophy and the formula. That's what the Washington team j- just did. They stuck to the philosophy. They ran that ball thirty nine times against the Eagles. Thirty nine. And and
14: then
10: we should have. That's another thing.
0: Yeah, stick I, to do it. Our, I do not
10: want to wear out I do not want to wear out Micah, man. We should have got Bobby Wagg or on Bart Miller. I believe if I believe if they try to go back with this same defensive personnel, we're gonna end up wearing him out like how we did to Marcus Ware. And I don't wanna see that. Just trying to have that one dominant guy. Right. Just trying to make him the sole folk of the defense. I understand we got Dig in the back, but mm-hmm. we need somebody else, either in the linebacker, so he can rush 90% of the time or vice versa, and he can just roam around and do him or whatever. We need someone in one of those spots that dominate. Yep. That kind of help him out, give him a break. And I believe we'll have – because I don't want to just have no one year where we get to the big dance, and whether we win or lose or whatever, and then we have a drop-off like how it's going on now with the Rams and Tampa Bay. Mm. I want that success like Kansas City had, Go mm. to the Super Bowl go to another, another NFC championship game, another NFC champion. Like, that's the kind of success I want to see with the Cowboys. Because mm. I've been bleeding blue since I've been, since I've been here on this earth. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. my Cowboys, and that's just, that just what I want to see, man. I just want to see a couple couple of signings like that, and I believe we can just, with the roster that we have, I believe we can go all the way, and we can continue that success. There ain't yeah. got to be no in-between.
0: Yeah, man. You 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 a good caller, man. I appreciate you for calling in, fam. Thank you.
11: Yeah, and all uh, that score?
0: Yeah. What
10: you got? I'ma uh, I'ma go I'ma go um thirty
0: one seventeen. Thirty one seventeen cowboy. Man. Damn. All right, bro. I would love that one. Appreciate you for calling in. Thank you.
10: How about them cowboys?
0: How about them, man? Thirty one seventeen. Ooh, wee. On the road, man, against an eight and one team, that would be nice, man. Uh, what I look at with this team, and and I and I really think the people that understand that I get it, right? We we've seen the, the the linebackers in the past, like a Ray Lewis, but what if I told you that Ray Lewis couldn't do it all by himself, right? He had Adelius uh, L- Thomas with him. He had. Uh, uh uh sucks with him, sucks with him. Y'all remember him? hello de Nada, you know, and and he had Ed Reed in 06 and 07, and you know, all of those things. So you can't just sit back and say, all right, and Samari Rolls, y'all remember that team? Right? And uh you got you got to put weapons around. Chris McAllister, y'all remember that team. So what the Cowboys ultimately doing is saying, all right, cool, we got pars, we got digs, we cool. With cold. nah, dog, you got to put some tassels around that mug, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hello to nada was nobody to sneeze at. And then before that time frame, before um, because they won a Super Bowl ring before Ed Reed got there, uh, they they had those boys ready, big boys up front, man, Sam Adams and all of those guys. Uh, but it wasn't just. Ed wasn't just uh, Ray Ray by himself, you know. So you got to still, even though you look at your team, you like your team, but you got to start looking for tandems. You know, you're going to have to start saying, all right, cool. We only put you Parsons on the edge because D-Law broke his foot. But we drafted you, got Dogger to be a linebacker. And if we, Bart Scott, appreciate you, uh, Shelton, appreciate you. Uh you got to figure this thing out. The Cowboys should have should look into this thing and say, all right, next season, we we drafting the edge guy, a dominant edge guy. Or we drafting, because we got Sam Williams now. At some point we got to look at D Law and say, okay, yeah, we read him up, but that's a long tool. You got to start looking for a replacement. Right? Y- y'all laughed at me when I said I wanted Carl Lothis, man. I think he's doing a good job so far for the Chiefs. But what I'm saying is that you got to start looking at tandem. So right now, whoever the dog of the dogs in linebacker world, since we refuse to spend any draft capital for Roquan, and I get it. Sure. If you playing around with your food, you need to say, all right, Devin Harper, Jabril Cox, yeah, they good. But shoot, Demon Clark. Yeah, we got high hopes for him. But I ain't finna sit around. If you got a, a, the possibility of drafting a good stud linebacker, shoot, draft that. Start thinking tandems. You know, <laughs> start thinking tandems, man. <laughs> and then you got to start figuring this thing out. I got my. I got, we need two more things on the uh, defensive side too: another safety and another DB. You need to be thinking about that, too. <laughs> down the line, down the stretch. Not, not saying that Malik Hooker is not the answer, right? Not saying that Dayron Bland – and I'm going to give De'Ron Bland a pass in this pass game. Wrong clique size. Go look at him. He'll slip and slide it everywhere over the field. <laughs> and you got to have your rookie mistake in, in games, too. So, um, Panthers-Burns, defensive end guy, yeah – uh a b is the goat <laughs> are you talking about antonio uh or are you talking about anthony uh bar are you talking about anthony Brown tello tello <laughs> all right uh we got another caller just sitting here waiting patiently uh hi from the four six nine talk to me fam
10: well, I agree with that last caller and what he was saying in regards to Micah a little bit somewhat um. Everybody was happy these past two weeks um, when the Cowboys beat the Lions and the Bears, but I have been hitting the panic button weeks ago when we played against the Eagles when we had Cooper Rush, but they don't fell back into that same trap to where they're passing happy, um, Mm. to where they believe Dak can do it all himself. They believe Dak can do it himself. He had a lot more uh, pass-back drops this game, and they believe Dak can do it, but the problem is Dak is still having some of those same problems that I have been saying for quite some time. When it's finally time to compete, even with it against a team that's under 500, when it's finally time to compete, right? He can't live up to what he's being paid. But that's not merely the issue. That we have other issues that are going on. Um, the Micah situation, of course. I don't disagree with the way Dan Quinn utilizes Micah. Micah is still very young, so he yeah. has lots of lots of ways to go in terms of optimization. So you can use him more, but keep him on the edge a little bit more. But at the same time, we have to invest in that interior. The Eagles are beating us in the arms race right now. They are a better football team than we are right now. It's just no uh, doubt about it. They're going to be competing for a Super Bowl. They will be around the NFC Championship in some way, shape, or form. If they don't get there, they will lose by a couple points. But they will be around that NFC Championship game. I can't say the same. Can, about my do, do you Cowboys. think? Do you think?
0: Can. Do you think the Cowboys can beat the Eagles if we play tomorrow? No. If we play, if we play no. Sunday. Hell no. How will no. we lose? How no. will we lose against the Eagles?
10: they're going to do what they did against us last time. They said it's probably going to be worse because they think that can pull us out of holes and he's not that type of quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but he's not a great quarterback. And that's going to be, end up being the problem. But the premise of the point is basically all they have to do is just do what they did against us, just run the ball very efficiently. Like I said, the interior of our defense isn't all the way there. It's so, not so there. hold on,
0: Hold on, it's so with, 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 that, with that argument, right, the Washington team is better than the Dallas Cowboys right now? If we play that the Washington if we play the Washington we play we play Washington Sunday we'll, can law. we beat the Washington
10: law we can go, go tip for tat like I can say the same thing about basically the Packers because the Vikings beat the Packers um are we supposed to beat them like I don't know like okay I get what you're saying Right, right. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make it objective no as
0: possible team, no
10: no team is going to go undefeated law you know right. that. Even some of the the greatest teams, really, to be honest with you, is wild-card teams that have a couple losses that get that momentum late in the season. You know that. So, no team is going to just be perfect. Yeah, of course, you're probably going to lose a game or two against one of your NFC division rivals that have no chance of making the postseason. We see that. Well, like well let, me, let me
0: flip it back on you, Dan. So, if the Washington team were to play the Eagles again, let's say this, this weekend. They
10: would, they would get dominated. They would get dominated. And you know that the <laughs> Eagles, I'm sure, were laughing going into the locker room. They were laughing after the game because they know they're the better football team. Like, so don't sit here and try to paint a picture that Washington is just all of a sudden, oh, they can compete with some of the best teams in the NFL. All of a no, no, that's not that. That's just not the case. Well, how did the so Washington team beat?
0: How did the Washington team beat the Eagles team?
10: Yeah, they stuck to their formula, what you were getting at earlier. They stuck to their formula. That's all Dallas has that's all Dallas has to do. But my point is when the formula comes crashing down, is he that quarterback to make those key throws when we just need them the absolute most? Can you put that certainty in Dak Prescott?
0: Well, let me ask you, you this, though. You can't really do it. Look, look, I. I, you I, I, I so, oh, so my God, you man. Really so you, you see, you you sneaky, Hakeem. Hakeem, you patted me against so the liar. wall, man, and you nailed me onto the so, cross right now. Because uh, because <laughs> right now, <laughs> when, when, when all of the chips were pushed to the middle of the table, ultimately, we had, we're second and, two, we're second and four, right? And coach Mike McCarthy mm. they passed it on second down they passed it on third down they passed it Why? on fourth Why down do you know uh, they uh, do they maybe they put it they all was, they put it they all finished. in the hands of Ray and Dakota Prescott and that's what you was going to go with it. that's where you are going to go with it fall flat on their face they fall time. flat on their face. but w- but what i was saying is that Boy, would it have been nice if they if they knew they was gonna go for it, if they would have ran it and gave us a fresh set of downs so that Dak Prescott can be first and ten to get this thing going again. But I get what you're saying. Somebody wanna know this question right here. What is your definition? Your definition of what what did you say down there, an elite quarterback or a great quarterback. What is your definition? Defined by Hakim. Here
10: we go um okay joe burrow what joe burrow did coming off an injury leading his team to a super bowl his team wasn't even really a super bowl caliber football roster but he still took them all the way to the promised land um in games start the postseason in which they were losing in games in which they were losing that's a great quarterback um obviously patrick mahomes and his antics and the things that he does he's a great quarterback Um, I want to say Russell Wilson, but, I mean, we've been seeing the way he's been performing this season. We could, no, 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 no. See, and this is where y'all, I'll be the one laughing late in the season. I'll be the one laughing late in the season, if they can put it together. If they put that team together, y'all not going to be laughing no more at Russell Wilson.
0: (laughs) Did they win last week, (laughs) though? What have you done for me lately? What course, have you done? oh It oh, uh, scares me. So, are you going to put Josh Allen in that conversation, or or it scares yeah. me? <laughs> yes, jo- Josh did, Allen did he fumble the back? Jack who who had a worst game last you? week? Josh Allen or Dak Prescott? Who had the worst game? Who had the worst game last week? Josh Allen or Dak
10: Prescott? Oh wow! Then you try to turn the question into that. <laughs> um, I would go. I would say Dak had a worst game. He made some <laughs> crucial interceptions that were horrible in the game. What, he, wait, he wait a some, minute! He threw some crucial pick.
14: Are you kidding me? Last ball, game, J- Josh Allen. Ball. Did you
0: see the game? What he did? <laughs> did he threw a crucial pick? Okay. okay. Did he okay. fumble the ball? Did he oh. fumble the bag in the end zone? <laughs> but, you're right. You're but right, right, right. But, but 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 uh, over five hundred. Uh, Wait a minute. All right, so so, so let's put the levels out here. Let's put the levels out here because, you know, I love you, man. You know, so if Dak Prescott this week have a better game than what Josh Allen did against those Minnesota Vikings, would you say that Dak Prescott is better? If he goes for, let's That's say... I
10: can't speak about something that I haven't seen yet, Bob. I can't speak about something that I haven't seen.
0: Uh, now, I don't want you to disappear now. I want you to disappear because we was on a winning spree and I was looking for you. Not, I was looking for you, Hakeem. I was looking believe, for you. you.
10: You believe we're going to win? You believe we're going to win this game after the way we lost that game against the Green Bay Packers? Man, I, Packers, wow. I, I, believe, the I, the I believe the this score... Hold game, on. The Vikings beat the Packers. Wow! Yeah, and you well, believe wait that
0: a minute! Very, wait a minute! We're gonna wow! Wait okay. wait wait a minute! My, my 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 mind is going. I'm going like Professor X. The Cowboys gonna win thirty-one to twenty-eight. It's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the flip flop. <laughs> oh, we go win! Oh my! Oh hold on! The future's telling me it's not
10: gonna be
0: that hard for us. Uh, it's thirty-one we, we twenty-eight.
10: I mean, we're going to put up some points, but I don't think we're going to go into the 30s. But so, yeah, we're going to put up some points. Um, that defense is pretty stout and pretty good. A seven. If we fall behind in that football game, well, you know what's going to happen to Dak, uh, Rain, so, the, Dakota Prescott. You know exactly what's going to happen if we fall behind in that football game. Y'all know what's coming. Y'all know what's gonna happen. I don't want to hear nothing about them fourth quarters, um, um, calorie stats. None of that. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. It's and, be and, a and,
0: too late. and 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 Hakeem, you did just mention that that defense is pretty good. So if this team comes laser focused stout, so if this team come in there because they got Darius Smith. I like him. They got the other kid that was on the other edge over there. They got uh Patrick. Harrison Smith, Patrick Peterson. So zero excuses. So if this team put up thirty one points to their twenty eight. They're not we win thirty-one points. <laughs> <laughs>
10: You're not gonna. You're not gonna put. Them. I'll, I'll say this. I'll <laughs> say this. Uh, this my score prediction is what twenty-seven twenty-four, twenty-seven twenty-four. I don't know who's gonna be on the winning end of of that because Dak and Kirk Cousins they have the same similar type of stats this season. They're Pretty relatively the same, but Dak usually does mm-hmm. a, a prevail against
9: uh Kirk Cousins.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he he, does he's prevail. four and one He'll against Kirk Cousins. You know, he's four and one against Kirk Cousins. Yeah, four against...
10: and one. I, and, but Kirk knows that too, though. That's yes, his that too, so Kirk is itching to get him back too. So it's going to be that type of game. So I just can't see them coming out there just thinking they're about to just roll over that team. That's going to be a hard dog fight to the end. So in which Dak might fumble the bag once more again and make us all disappointed um like I said twenty-seven, twenty-four. I don't know who's going to be on the winning end of that column I really don't I just think that's going to be the score um it can go either way but I believe it's going to be there for our team to win but they're going to find a way to lose it again because Mike McCarthy he's not a Brable type of coach like Mike Brable he's not that type of coach to where he's going to just put the fear in his players to pull this out he's not that so yeah that's, that's my prediction
0: Okay, if you look on the screen, they they, they the same they, they the same quarterback, huh? <laughs> I saw this stat line. I thought of you, man. <laughs> I thought of you, you and Brandon. Know. You see, look on my screen right now. You can see that. You know, it, it, they they the same. They the same person, huh? <laughs> they literally are. They
10: literally are. Look at it. Look at it. Are, I'm looking at it. Are you looking at it? Are you looking at it? You know? Are they? Are yes. They are literally the same person, Law. Look, look. They are literally Kirk, – Kirk, the way Kirk and them have been winning is he hasn't been having to do too much. But when his number is called, Kirk Cousins, he's having that little Eli Manning gene in him. He's kind of different this season. He's kind of different. Y'all are sleeping on him. He's kind of different this season. I don't know what it is about him, but I guess Justin Jefferson, I don't know. But he has that little Eli Manning gene in him to where when he, his number is called for, where he has to make certain key throws, he's making them.
0: And, and what, so, so, so you mean to tell me if you give Dak Prescott, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and T.J. Hawkinson in a good running game, we'll be eight and one, huh, 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 huh? Probably not. Whoa! So wait a minute. So you thinking that Kirk Cousin is better than Dak?
10: Oh, this is what you were trying to create. In some ways, yes, he is playing better than Dak because he's playing within the confinements of their system, doing what he's being asked of him to do. He's not doing too much but he's not doing too little. Dak he gets to where he tries to do too much and that's where his problem comes in not even doing too much. I don't even know a lot of the complexities going on in Dak's when he's ready in coverages. I really don't. I try to sit there and literally go through the progressions with him and sometimes I wonder is he really ready for this? Is he ready to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, the most beloved team in the whole entire world and truly deliver for us with his arm? I don't know if he can do that. I don't know if he's that. And well. with you. He's not that in many ways. Kirk Cousins has been delivering for his football team. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. I would rather have Kirk Cousins this year. <laughs>
0: okay, go, okay. Go. Just gonna be. I might put your name in the title of the game play by play, man. On this coming Sunday, <laughs> man. <laughs> my God, my brother Hakeem. So, so this is the uh, this is the Hakeem Super Bowl game, right? 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 To to see which one gonna be the uh, the, the the king of the Cowboys uh, quarterback, you know. Talk. Yeah, we got yeah. to have
10: that run game unless uh, if we don't. Dalvin Cook's going to run all over us and Kirk is going to have a field day. If no. they get the running game going, Kirk is going to win that game. No if
4: doubt. If they get the running man.
10: game going, and yeah, yeah, and that's something uh, y'all don't uh, want to have to accept. That's something y'all do not mm. want to have to accept. But, but let, me let me ask you this.
0: Let me ask you this, though. Is Kirk Cousins better than Matthew Stafford? Look at that pause, there, baby.
10: <laughs> no, no.
0: Wait a no. minute. I know what. See, I know what. I, I know. No,
10: no, no. Don't ha- don't
0: help they, me to pull up them stats. Don't Cousins have me- Don't have me pull up them stats. He's if I pull run up run. them stats, their Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott stats are a whole lot better than what we've seen out of Stafford in the last uh, since twenty sixteen or what have you. So, so that's okay. why I asked if you that. They,
10: if you're talking in particularly about this, I think you're talking about in terms of a body of work. If you're talking in particularly about this season. Yeah, Kirk is better than Matthew Stafford, obviously. But I'm thinking you were talking about Well, well, well who why had, had a better
0: course. season last season, then last year, Kirk Cousin or Matthew Stafford?
10: Matthew Stafford. Um, oh, because Stafford, they won the Super Bowl. If, if you
0: put if you put Kirk Cousin on yeah. the on, on the Rams, would they win the Super Bowl? You getting? Me? I think you got. You, you, I think you got me where 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 I'm going with it, though. I think you got it where I'm going with it, right?
10: I mean, the, the Kirk is that type of quarterback, though. That's what, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Kirk is that type of quarterback. We're seeing it this season. We're seeing it this season, Law. We are seeing it this season. If So, yes, to answer your question, they probably would have won the Super Bowl. Yes. They
0: so, probably would have. So so why Dak came? Why not Dak?
10: I don't know. That's why I be trying to ask y'all, like,
15: what's wrong with him?
0: Well, what I well what, I, well, what I'm say, what I'm saying is, man, don't the system make the quarterback look good? Don't it?
5: You know?
15: <laughs> it may, yeah, it does
10: make the quarterback look tremendously great. But we've seen it time and time again to where our system comes crumbling down. See, y'all try to make it just a black and white issue. Once our, our, our system breaks down to where we fall behind in football games, which is going to happen in this game here, if we don't stop the run, when we don't stop the run, it's coming. So when we don't stop the run and they get a lead on us, then Dak has the ball in his hand and the Vikings force him to make a play. That's mm. when we see all his flaws come out in his truest light. Well, and well. The Cowboy Nation goes back into play.
0: Man, I appreciate you so much for calling in. I thank you. So, what's your score prediction? Twenty-seven, twenty-four, right? You don't know which yep, team who's gonna who's win, who's but that's just a score prediction. I don't know. Okay, that's just my score prediction. It, it just depended on which it. doppelganger is the best doppelganger. Dak to make some plays. Dak got to no, make some plays. They no to make some doubt, plays. man. Appreciate you for calling in, fam. Salute.
4: Yes, sir
0: it's hakeem y'all put your head together for hakeem man oh my goodness man so i truly believe that (laughs) hakeem he's gonna be watching this game he's gonna be watching this game and this will be the game that we can put all of this stuff to rest so if dak prescott put up let's see and I don't want him to do this too by the way cuz I want us to run the ball I really do I want us to run the ball but if Dak Prescott put up 320 yards passing three touchdowns and I don't care if Kirk Cousins put up let's say 150 yards two turnovers or something like that a fumble I'm gonna put that I'm gonna put that old debate to bed right or on the flip side, if Kirk Cousins go out here and light us light us up like a Roman candle, and Dak Prescott look like what he did last week, or what have you, or even Week One, then I'm almost I'm gonna I'm gonna finally I'm gonna finally say this, and I'm gonna give all of the people that say that Dak Prescott is the black Kirk Cousin, I'm gonna say, yeah, y'all won, y'all won. But I truly believe that Dak Prescott is gonna have a better performance this weekend, and we're gonna come out with the dub. All right. Uh, Cowboy Nation, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. But that number is striking, strikingly the same. Strikingly the same. And I got no, like when I saw this, when somebody hit me up with this, uh, I had no wiggle room out of it, right? Outside of the head-to-head matchup that Dak Prescott is 4-1 against Kirk Cousin. And I think the only one time that the Cowboys lost was uh, a was, uh, um, when when they kind of cheated Goodbye. us out of,
14: the,
0: they cheated us out of that. Uh, was he on that team then? That that little aficionado kind of stepped in. Dak would have been five and zero against Kirk Cousin, right? Right. <clears throat> yeah, but I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, Facts, King. It was the volumes chat goodness. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, uh, Jay Lombardi. Uh, they they twins is from Verdi. Uh, Pass rushers is going to be in this face. Yeah. I'm going to need Hakeem to call Vacho show with this. You know, he, there will be no holding back. Yeah. If Vach live right now, y'all check out the, uh the volume or Vach Lombardi channel. If they are live with that, then uh, have a to call in. Um, <clears throat> compare Dak and Kirk cousins. Pre 30. Dak clears them. Yeah. I feel you on that, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Dak Prescott over Kirk Cousins. I don't care what those, I don't care what these numbers show. Right? I'm taking Dak Prescott over over Matthew Stafford. Yup. Um, <laughs> Chris two one four says, "Don't end the show on this caller, man. He's the last caller, though." <laughs> But uh, I, feel, I feel everybody. Look at my guy, Brandon Ross, man. I didn't get you today. You didn't jump in today, Brandon. But, uh, boy, y'all was hitting me up. You and uh, Hakeem week one, week two, week three. But I uh, appreciate all of y'all for tuning in. This was a great show. Rewind uh, for your mind uh, for all of the stuff that we went over. Uh, as far as the matchups, I didn't even go over the matchups or cried out loud. Didn't even go over the matchups. We went here for three hours and didn't go over the matchup. Jay Lombardi for the four ninety nine. Have a great weekend. Thank you for your support. We've been here for three hours and didn't go over the matchup. Here's the matchup right here. Points per game, 25.1 for the Vikings, 23.4 for the Cowboys. That number is steadily increasing, right? We were averaging 18, 17 to 18 points a game, and now we're at 23.4. Uh, points allowed is the Cowboys are allowing 18, right? So the Vikings are allowing 21. Okay, so that's a good indicator right there. So if we can be a plus 10 on it, right? And on on top of that, yards, total yards. Uh, This is total yards collectively. The Vikings averaging right at 372. Cowboys 343. Passing yards, uh, allowing or passing yards, passing, I meant to say, is 208 versus uh, their team 265 yards rushing. We average more yards rushing on the ground. So that's 134. So if Tony Pollard Zeke back to back as out there, we control TOP, I see a weakness right there. We need to run this ball. They 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 only they only uh average a one oh seven so one three four for us that means T.O.P., meaning that we have the ball more. We can figure out ways to play keep away and expound on that. Yards allowed. Y'all see that? They allowed total 400 yards. That's over almost over 50 yards more than what we allow. So this could be a game that we can pass and run on them, keep it balanced. We would get over 400 yards on those guys, right? <laughs> and these are just stats and numbers right here, but passing yards allowed, do you see that? They allow nearly 281 yards. That's close to 300. That's close to 300. We only allow 206, but what's alarming to us, if you look down at the bottom, rushing yards allowed, we allow about 143. That's close to 150. In the last two games, we allowed over 200 yards. So uh, we're going to have to really, really peak this thing up. I say that from what I can look at, the biggest biggest weakness on the um, Minnesota, just by looking at the uh, stat line, and we are favored, I believe, in this game, or I think we are plus five, plus two, or minus two. I have to look it up, uh, but you guys can post it down in the chat. I truly believe if the Cowboys stick to their philosophy in this game, we'll win. Run the ball. I want Dak Prescott anywhere between 24 and 27 attempts. 24 and 27 attempts. And if Tony Pollard is starting, any Zeke or Elliott, even with the bum knee or what have you, uh, still give Zeke 10 touches, let Pollard handle the 15. There will be my 25. Thomas Leach says Dallas are nine minus minus 1.5. Okay. And this is a road game. So, yeah, <laughs> the money is still out there. So, all right, Cowboy Nation, let's continue to find ways. I really appreciate y'all so much for tuning in. That's been my time. I thank you all for yours. I forgot that I had a meeting to jump into. Uh, but, hey, let's go. Let's continue to grind. Let's get on up out of here. And as we depart, Cowboy Nation, a prize fighter. Even when he's down, he continued to swing. He's continued to fight. He continued to figure out new ways to accomplish those things. And the Cowboys, we're six and three, not three and six. Let's go. Sadiq appreciate you shout out to all of the supporters right you got to continue to fight when you're up against your struggles meet it swearly face to face lift your chin set your shoulders plant your feet and take a brace when it's vain to try to dodge it do the best that you can do you may fall you may conquer see it through Black may be the clouds about you, and your future may seem grim. But don't let your nerve desert you. Keep yourself in fighting trim. If worse is bound to happen in spite of all that you do, remember running from it will not save you. Even hope may seem futile. Then, with Trouble may be beset. Remember, you're facing what other legends have met. You may fall, but fall still fight. See it through. See it through, Cowboy Nation. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but... Thank all of the supporters.